After how many minutes can I say hello? Do you want to do with a sex, please? Hi. Hello. Hello. It's nice to meet Hello, you. Hello, pretty ladies. <laughs> wow, what is your name? Carla. Very nice. Thank you very much. You're very nice too. You have a very nice chest. Thank you very much. They remind me of my sisters. You are nice. Thank you. Thank they are you. like a, a a goat's bladder, full of goat's bladder, full of urine. <laughs> wow, wow. Do you make a good cheese from your teeth? <laughs> This is my wife. This is my other wife. This is my mistress. This is my girlfriend. This is my sister. This one I have to pay money for. But she worth it. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. Okay. Woo! Welcome back, everybody. Episode. Dose. Dose. Cheers. Yeah. God, that feels good. Mm. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Oh, yeah. Okay. Listen, off the heels of an amazing event. Sure. Uh, we and going into a card that's stacked at MSG that we're going to be going to. We want to fit in. Uh, episode dose and kind of cover some general topics yeah I think before we do that why don't we tell them where we're at we should absolutely do that at and where we're at so uh, first of all get us on twitter at underlights mma on twitter without the the at underlights on twitter hit him with the gmail all right so we always talk about the mailbag and we're mm. gaining some traction here the traffic is just it's congested out there in these streets boys it's getting congested it's bumper to bumper in the mailbag but what we're looking for in the subject for these uh, these Gmail emails, you know what I'm saying? Is Gmail emails. Mailbag spelt M-A-L-E. I'm here with the winner, Derek Lewis. Derek, why'd you take your pants off? My balls was hot. I understand. Don't forget, kids. We're trying to drain them bags. We're trying to empty them bags. We're trying to just get them mailbags loose. And where are these videos <laughs> again? And if you'd like to send us that uh, information or those requests, you'd be looking for us at under the lights MMA at gmail.com. And this is a little thing that, again, it drives me nuts. And every time I listen back to these episodes, yep. I feel like maybe we're missing some of the mailbag questions because it's under the lights. We're just emphasizing the the in the right. Gmail. What are you so worried that the. They're doing T H E E because you're saying the. Oh, wow. Cute as that. <laughs> I dropped the cute on you quick. But also, so, speaking of where we're at, mm, uh, this might be the I was about fo- to say. I want to say ahead. the fourth, Get him, kid. Get him. fourth different studio we've used. Yeah, we we're testing it all out. We've had your apartment. Yep. We've had the studio studio, the yep, actual, the actual studio. studio. Yep. We've had my apartment yes. for last episode. And now here. And we is, test drove we? another option today that we might use oh. at some other date. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll leave in the that. future. That that would that that could, that could be big. That could be or that major. might be like the that might be like the you know we reach a a milestone in followers or something like that. Oof. We might have a party, mm. a little at 
under lights MMA viewing yes. party or something like that. But for those of you that are worried and love to keep up on our happenings and our whereabouts, we are, oh, somebody is walking into no, the new studios and they just saw my mug and were like, "That's a terrorist!" And they turned around and walked out. Thank Perfect. God, that's I grew this bird there. out, dude. That's why you see what I'm saying? That's why I got you're in eyes the power on these motherfuckers. We're wow. We're inside at Lombardo MMA's apartment building. Yeah. But it's a, uh, would you say, common area? If sure. You will. That's exactly what you'd call it. Um, that is secluded. No one really uses. We're in this little nook right here, which got pretty decent acoustics, and we have an eye on the door over here. Yeah. For those of you at home, if you've seen uh, Iron Man, it kind of reminds me of his, like, uh, where his shop down below. It's like a glass uh, staircase, if you will, and you can see people coming. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Just to give a little visual. Good, great. Yeah. Fantastic. When, when hey, Alan Bordeaux uh, MMA says to me, good, great, he means that's terrible. Move, move on. Move on. Stupid. Yeah, moving the fuck on. <laughs> so, uh, uh, you, you, you just talk so much, I got through half my beer. Already. You, uh, oh, great. you you start us off here. Where, where are we going to start? Well, what, what we were thinking about doing is, uh, like Dan had opened up with, on the heels of that monumental event that we, you, we just had there, uh, with the McGregor and Habib fight, we did receive a mailbag question from none other than PCB. Hashtag PCB, where you at, dog? And Pat Cruz from Brooklyn just dropping knowledge on us. In this case, his, his inquiry here, subject, real, real creative here, mailbag. My balls was hot. Listen. Two words. Listen. Mailbag. You said anything, correctly. You said anything that you spelled it rightly. Anything M-A-L-E, that you do with baby. It. And I'm telling you, it, it probably pained him to do it. So uh, as, yeah, as long as well, that's, that's in the. As long as it's in the subject title, it's played by the rules, so he gets some heat here. So the the question is short, sweet, and to the point, and we will riff. And we're not going to go crazy here, but (laughs) we will riff on it. Um, Will the UFC ever best 2.5 million pay-per-view buys? He said beat, but I thought best sounded better. I'm not going to lie. It's not don't, exactly don't verbatim. Don't take poetic license right? with the mailbags. Sorry about right? that. That was, a, that was a bit much. It's literally one letter, but I just thought I'd just add a little pizzazz. And it was signed PCB, which I, is, is a beautiful thing because it's, it's catching on. Um, so, listen, we didn't, we didn't prepare for this like we always say. We just uh, we, we chatted about this for about seven seconds before we launched episode Dose. And right. my immediate feeling on this is something that I think Dana White's always said that I've had trouble buying into, but as we go – you know, into, uh, you know, different phases of uh, mixed martial arts as a whole and, and the UFC in particular, you got the globalization, um, you've got the, the public acceptance of the sport, you've got some more crossover events, you've got some of these other stars getting into film and getting into, you know, quick spots on television and all these kinds of things. Um, the mainstreaming of this, of this, uh, the sport in general, is always going to translate to the potential for more buys, the potential. Right. Um, and on top of that, I think something that I was saying originally that, that I've always discounted that Dana said is there will always be a next guy up. So when people said, oh, with G- GSP hanging him up and Ronda leaving and Brock popping and all this stuff, how is the UFC going to go on? There's nothing left. There is always the next big thing. Now, is Connor absolutely special? And there's no question about those things. Yes. But, you know, you will have the next Conor McGregor or something similar or the next big star. And whether it's for a completely different reason, I, I don't know where that person will come from, but they will come because there's a lot more numbers, a lot more to pull from. Um, and you're going to get these outliers regardless. And I think with, with the sheer number and volume uh, of, of people training in mixed martial arts these days and people catching on to the fact that I think the personality and the swag makes a big difference uh, on the bottom line, 
you're going to get people that are pushing it. And the ones that come out and, and it seems more natural are the ones that the fans are going to take too. So you're going to get the super fights. I don't think it's going to be a problem. Oh, my God. Somebody just died upstairs. Um, unbelievable. Every studio, every location we choose. I mean, they literally dropped a bomb above us there. Um, you know, my, my, my global point here to wrap up my position on this is, yes, it will happen. How long will it take? No one can say. But it wasn't very long ago that the biggest the biggest uh, sale you know figure was 1.5. Granted, it was Connor a second time. Granted, it was a bigger fight with an undefeated fighter and all that. That's fine. We won't get that back. Um, look, I wouldn't even be absolutely shocked if they booked the rematch, which I'm not so sure will happen. Would it potentially do bigger numbers? We don't know. But I, I will. I love to say keep it short and sweet, but I just rambled about nothing for a while there, so that wasn't short and sweet. But I do absolutely think at some point we will reach 2.4. Yeah, I mean, again, I, I as you were talking even before when we said that we, we'd talk about this, I kind of went back and forth a bunch of times saying, like, well, obviously it will just because, just the, like you, you kind of alluded to, like the evolution of the sport, it's getting bigger, it's crossing over more. We've got the ESPN deal. we got... Just more people knowing about excuse me the sport itself. Yeah, you're stealing from demographics that had zero exposure to it six months ago. You right. don't know. But when mm. you start talking about the it it, it it broke the record again for all any mixed martial arts pay per view. Right. And I think it was fourth all time for any combat sport, right? It's behind boxing, which is mm -hmm. not, not fair to compare to. Right. At least not at this point. So you're like, okay, on one hand you're like, all right, it's growing, so why wouldn't there be down the line I'm going to say to, to make this a try to make it a fair argument on both sides is take future Connor fights out of it. Yeah. Because Connor versus Nate, possibly, if they promote it right, I guess, could get to maybe the, the rematch, like you said, I'm, I'm, they, even though it makes no sense, especially right now. That that kind that might do it just because of what the, all the melee that happened after that fight, but. That I don't think people realize how crazy two point four is. It's just it's an insane number for an MMA fight uh, to do. I, again, you would think just with the evolution of the sport and you know it, it's growing, so eventually they'll get there anyway. Even if it's not some crazy banger, just by you know inflation, this, that, and the other thing, it'll get there. But then I'm starting to think about some, even some of the, the notes I wrote down for later that they might be prioritizing. You know, make like we, we we've alluded to this many times about today, kind of Robin Peter to pay Paul or whatever we love those stupid yeah, sayings, yeah. kind of thing. Like, hey, look, what's the biggest payday right now for tomorrow's pay per view? As opposed to what's the five year plan here? Mm -hmm. Not necessarily like developing storylines and who's going to fight for this and this and that, but there's so many different variables that we're going to probably get into to today with the topics that we have that could compromise. I don't want to say the sport, but at least the UFC. Their model, I, I'm, I'm a little shaky with. I know them. we're there's, concerned. There's some holes, yeah, there's have, some holes there where. Reason it can be not concerned. saying that they're going to completely fold up, but I kind of and I have I have a comparison to the NFL later, but to make an, uh, to to uh, you know kind of segue to to the NFL or a comparison to it is that everyone always said no way, you know, NFL is almost like too big to fail kind of thing, just like the yeah. the the bailout with the banks or the banks are too big to fail, so. The NFL was too big to fail, but now you're starting to see some chinks in the armor where they're they're losing viewership for whatever reason you yeah, want to say it is. Yeah, the political the, lines and all these other things. That and you, the anthem nonsense, or you yeah. want to say that people 
in uh, only care about their fantasy team, so they're kind of hopping around, and the, the, the viewership's down. To who knows what? And there's a lot of different things like that that are going on in the UFC that could compromise their ability to maximize their profits down yeah, the road. Yeah, to sustain so, or potentially grow. I guess, to, to, I mean, if, 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 if the safe bet is to say, yeah, at some point they will beat this. But I, 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 I think there, would, yeah. there are variables in place where that it takes, uh, maybe they get, not necessarily taken over, but a different promotion has a better appeal to it and starts getting more talent and more just fan-friendly, not as far as like people jumping out of the cage, but uh, more digestible, understandable rankings slash belt situation, which we're mm-hmm. going to get into that mm-hmm. maybe they, they don't have that appeal. The easy answer, again, like I said, is yes. And I think the, the, the quickest... You're just trying to say I took the fucking easy way out. Is that all you're no, trying no, to No, no, the quickest way. I want to say the quickest <laughs> way to beat two point, was it 2.4 that this did? Yeah, yeah. Is uh, Connor versus Ronda. <laughs> simple. Simple, classic, delicious. No problem. That's easy. You know, another another thing, and, and you know, just to burn fucking time, like, like that's all we need to do is find a way to fill, fill up seconds and minutes yeah. on this thing. Um, it's going to be tricky, too, potentially to draw an apples-to-apples apples comparison the way that technology is evolving and the way that the streaming stuff is going and all this. At some point, cable is going to kind of be a shell of itself. It already is losing so much momentum sure. that you do wonder, and again, this is clearly not the, the nature of the question, so I don't want to burn any extra time on this, but you got that zone thing that just we just streamed, that, yeah. right? And it's like, what does it become? Does it become a subscription-based thing exclusively? Does it become something where the ESPN deal, they have their own channel, but you can also buy a package and stream it? Does it become a thing where it's so much cheaper to do and they want to reach a bigger audience, so they cut the price down to twenty four ninety nine per pay-per-view because it's so voluminous well, in nature and all this other that stuff. That really comes it, down know, to so many who, owns, who, who are the owner or owners of the zone, mm-hmm. and depending on the varying success of that network or whatever you want to call yeah. it, promotion or whatever, and then they just signed Canelo to whatever. Yeah, I saw like 365 mil or I'm not going to go quick, but real yeah. quick, all that means is that they're going to protect him now. He's not going to fight anybody good. Oh, yeah. Lose their investment. What are they going to so, do? Yeah. So they they need every nobody's. fight to be it's equal stuck. to or greater. But than. let's just say it does start cutting into people's margins and whatnot, UFC, mm-hmm. boxing, this, or whatever. If the owners are just in it to try to maximize as much profit as much as possible, yeah. they'll just get eaten up and get bought out yeah. pretty quickly. And if they, That's what happens. When, this, when promotions or companies see things as threats, they buy them out and they're mm-hmm. like, Oh shit! You can make you know because the Instagram, or Facebook, all these things got bought up by something bigger than. Oh the, yeah, some of them, some of them quickly. swallowed each other. But if they really, know, they if, were on the same premise. On this I don't thing. even know who who backs it or who owns it. But if they have pockets, deep pockets, where they're like, "Now nah, we're trying to like take over the game," yeah. then they can stick to their guns and maybe they do have some say and 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 you know like you, like you were just alluding to as far as pay per view buy or that's yeah. the way in the world if, if we're going to that and, or if other things like the zone start popping up because yeah. that's usually copycat kind of thing i so mean i was i was unhappy with it generically i i had a ton of trouble getting it to start off and get good definition once i got it going it was fine but there was a time there were you know leading up to the main card i spent like seven or ten minutes just trying to get it to launch properly and i was like I got a brand, as you know, a brand new fucking MacBook. The Wi-Fi was fine. There was no issues. I was trying my iPad on and off the thing using my data. It just, whatever. It's no, it's no, it's no secret that I'm having trouble with technology lately. After my uh, my my fight pass, uh, you know, <laughs> battle that I had the, the, on on a previous episode. But yeah, I mean, listen, that we could we could do an entire episode on that, obviously with the tangents, but. 
it's a good question. It's a fair question. And obviously, above and beyond anything else, just to wrap it up, I would say, which is something that we really try to avoid on this podcast, um, I would just say that it, it it's incredible and it speaks volumes about what Connor yeah. brings to the table and how true. valuable he is to the organization. And it speaks to plenty of other things, too, about the UFC, which I think we're going to probably weave in and out of as we navigate the next mailbag question and, and pretty much the premise of this episode. But to see the evolution of the 800,000 buys when you look at a GSP in Bisbing to a, you know, what was a 1.5 with McGregor and Diaz, yeah, not in that like order, that. obviously, but that's the way it shook out. And then you look at a 300K with TC and Stipe. Mm. I mean, okay, just nauseating for a hardcore fans to try and stomach that. Fucking brutal. And then on top of that, you flip the script and you look at this fight and the bus incident aside, this would have broken records because of who Connor is. Right. I think that Habib, it's underrated that he brings numbers just because that country is so fucking massive. But it's pretty big. Above and beyond anything else, to go to, to go from 1.5 to 2.4, these are not incremental, you know, hop, skip, and a jump from one another. I mean, this is this is leaps and bounds above uh, anything that they've ever done. And are you saying that Russia hacked the pay-per-view guys? Absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. <laughs> now. Um, do you want me to dive into the, the next mailbag segment, which is, I mean, the next question, so that we can basically yeah, continue sure. with the, the, big, the big conversation here? Yeah. So I'll start off by saying, before, before I read off the, the, the next question, which will feed the, the remainder of the episode, or at least a, a fat chunk well, we of this episode, we went into this thinking we would squeeze one episode in before we hit UFC 230, which we will be in attendance for, and, um, you know, Spoiler alert, we have still haven't purchased tickets for that tomorrow. event. Which are it's gonna come back to me and be my fault, even though I'm the only one who's <laughs> you know gonna be responsible for this bullshit somehow. That's um, accurate. But regardless, <clears throat> before we do a preview for two thirty, we wanted to dig into just the the overwhelming topic at this point yes. of weight classes and, and titles, belts, hand hand, right? straps, and the way that they are intertwined with one another and, and the way that the landscape of MMA and, and particularly really just the UFC is kind of where we're going with this, but we'll touch on other organizations and how they relate, how it seems that it's almost all-encompassing. These two topics seem to be just dominating the culture of and the state of MMA and, and the UFC, like I said, in particular. And so, you know, like Dan has said, for better or worse, I mean, I think we're both going to agree it's for worse, uh, and, and it's a huge fucking problem. And so with, with all that being said and that little introduction – I'll read off PCB's uh, next mailbag question, which is a good one. Because he's just, just peppering us, just peppering us with these words, fucking yes. things. Um, can DC really be considered the GOAT, greatest yes. of all time, for those of you who aren't following uh, sports world Answer, too closely, yes, moving on. when he's ducking the Stipe rematch for a significantly easier fight versus Lewis? Right. Dan, I just spoke for a while. I'm going to let you, uh, let you right. attack this a little bit. I got plenty of thoughts on I'm this. I'm glad. Well. So, the... the the long answer? Yes. <laughs> uh, no. It, it, yes, he can be, and for different reasons, but I, I, let's first address the ducking Stipe thing. Now, you you told me about this. I saw it and this and that. DC was on uh, UFC Tonight talking about how he couldn't really close his fucking fist. Yep. Okay. Now you got Lewis off of the Nganu, which might, might be the all-time worst win. Yeah. In UFC history. That's a good way of putting okay. it. Okay. Then he 
Should losing. have been a draw. Should have been a double. Yeah, and we no talked contest, about this. Whatever the fuck. We talked about this on the last episode that Lewis, like we kind of started Luton and I started. I brought in Kane uh, Velasquez and how the, the division needs it because yeah. shallow we need like a dominant force. Absolutely. Um, little do we know that after Lewis talking about I don't deserve a, a title shot. After that, I can't even go. I can barely go three rounds. Uh, you know, forget about a five round fight. I, I shouldn't be fighting for the title yet. Yep. They once again shoehorn a title fight into a pay-per-view because for some reason they feel like and again I think I went off on this in the first or second episode about it's so just fucking stupid they, they don't need because when they threw like an interim title fight on one, on one of the uh, pay-per-views because there was no title fight now they do it because they think more people are going to buy said pay-per-view with the extra um, is there someone coming in right yeah, now? yeah incoming no yeah you kill them. We got smells. a couple there coming our way. Really? I think they're just looking at it to see what it's all about. They're so. killing us. This is terrible. But by, by the way, is that, that that's the closest thing you can find to like an Anderson Silva killer B kind of a thing? Is that what's going on there? Because it is the Anderson Silva. Is it You're really? A fucking dumbass! I can't wait to make you. Why feel does it like say I'm... sinister on it then? Is that what it is? A sinister brand? Oh wow! Who's a fucking dumbass? Unbelievable! Jesus. I All was right. going to say it, and then I saw Sinister, and I'm like, uh, it's just similar and uh, fucking... That was like his sponsor or whatever. I don't know. It's God like Affliction, it. I guess, or whatever. All right. Well, how, how was I killing PCB's question? Oh, so yeah. He... <laughs> <laughs> he... Uh, no, so you got... You got Lewis saying he doesn't deserve a title shot. You get, you're really making me nervous every time. Sorry. Over that I out. put the shades on I know, so you can't see my eyes. But now, it's yeah. like, yeah, whole head's turned over there. That... And you got DC saying he's not medically really ready to take the fight. He said he wants to retire his birthday in like March or whatever. Yep. You got, we, we figured it was Lesnar and then – or Jones and then Lesnar. Yeah. One, one, those two yeah. fights, Yeah, I mean right? uh, it presumably so, like, if you're going to have two more, those should be the two. If you're going to have three more, those two have to be in that. And I know this wasn't necessarily part of the, the, the question, but you had the shuffling of – the, the title fight with, with JJ and Valentina, they take it away from JJ, they give it to Fucking Eubanks to, to, to headline MSG just because they wanted to have a title fight. Then they realize, oh, we can push this heavyweight fight, so let's get rid of that, and we put the JJ fight back on. Now you have a fighter upset that was had a signed contract, which I I'll just, get, I I'll just get into love that. that. I just love that it went from, you're, on the, you're, not, you're not just booked for the fight, you're the headline of MSG, to... You're not on the card anymore. Well, okay, we can live with that. You're not on the card anymore. To, oh yeah, wait, we actually made a mistake. You're not even the one fighting for the belt anymore because it only was convenient in that split second. I mean, honestly, hindsight's twenty twenty for these fucking assholes. For us, I think it was pretty clear right away. Mm. There wasn't a single microsecond that anybody thought that that was going to make a difference and sell another ticket or a pay-per-view buy right. anyway and so this, and that's my what point. the fuck are we doing and I don't wanna, and I don't, I, but how I, do you do that I, I wanna, I'll get back I'm to that sorry, I just, I, that, that, that's angered me stuff, so much that I, I, I can't I don't want to duck the specific question so you have you, now they make this fight right and it's like I understand it because I, I, maybe I'm starting to sound like a DC apologist but I, uh, I, I hate how people get on them and don't appreciate the greatness that is DC, and we talked about it in one of the yeah. first episodes. Yeah. So you got a guy who says he's not ready to fight yet, and then and a guy who says he's not re- he shouldn't be fighting for the title. They talk, probably talk to him, go guys, and you have to understand from DC's perspective. It, I wouldn't say that at all that he's ducking Stipe. I don't think DC would duck anybody ever. I don't think he's afraid no. of anybody in any. He's undefeated at heavyweight. No, he's again like for my money, he's undefeated at light heavyweight. Yeah, the two John Jones fights aside, 
So I don't think he's afraid of, of Stipe, who he just fucking slept. So I don't think it's yeah. that. I think it's he goes, listen, you guys are going to probably give me a bump, a nice little, you know, pay raise for this fight because I'm, I'm basically saving the card because you guys need to have a fucking title on every pay-per-view. So give me a fight that I, it's very low risk of me losing. Because if he loses, it, you can't really sell the Lesnar fight. Maybe he goes down a light heavyweight and you get the Jones fight still. Maybe, maybe. But it, it ruins a lot of things. So in order for me to help you guys out, be a company man, I'll take the fight. But I'm taking Lewis, who I know who has no gas tank. I know I can wrestle the fuck out of him and beat. And I don't, I don't I basically can do it with one hand, literally. So how wild is that's that? not. I, I think that's in a way I find that kind of ballsy and, and kind of like a, a gangster fucking move as opposed to no no not ready my fight I'm not even gonna take the risk of of Delu landing something fucking out of, out of nowhere and yeah. put me to sleep like he just fucking did in his last fight. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't. For me, the biggest and only takeaway I, I have from this at all is if anybody's upset about DC whatsoever, they need to just rotate and turn their sights to the, to the UFC, to Dana, to, to WME or what, what is it? W, yeah, yeah, WME whatever or whatever the fuck it is. That, that, that whole, this whole thing is coming from the top down. Yeah. It says nothing to do with Daniel Cormier. There's not a fight he would ever ask for. There's not a fight he'd ever be interested in. This is, he's had to be very genuine and public about the fact. I mean, how much more transparent can somebody possibly be when they say, I'm still hurt. I can't train at 100%. The reason I didn't take this fight against Stipe is because I don't, you know, I, there's a lot of ways or a lot more ways that that man can beat me that, you know, being honest, Derek Lewis does not, right. uh, you know, contain those those skill sets and, and attributes. Um, look, I, I, this, this is not, to me, Daniel Cormier doesn't have any culpability in this whatsoever. You want to cut him a check and you want to give him the opportunity to, to you know, go fight at Madison Square Garden, which I, I'm presuming he hasn't done yet. There's only been what two yeah. of two events there, correct? Right. Um, so he's never done that. He'll never have a chance to do it again because they probably won't be back there by the time he decides to retire no. or plans to retire. And like you say, if anything, the Brock paycheck, which is a massive one, right. is now in the balance because he's got to worry about this guy swinging for his fucking head because he has no other way to beat him but to swing for his head. Yeah. Uh, and then you're jeopardizing what could be. Well, well, what could be the biggest payday for him, but more importantly than that, by far the most important thing besides this man's Olympic, you know, trials, tribulations, and 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 the goals uh, that that whatever he didn't medal, right? But Correct. you know, his aspirations and all those kinds of things, the family that he's got, and all these kinds of things, all that's great. John Motherfucking Jones is the only thing that keeps him up at night. So to jeopardize those things, anymore, of course, does, of course it does. does. Of course he does. And, and look, he's as close to like as like 100% honest as you're ever going to get, especially a guy at the level that he's at. You know, he's got enough reason to kind of play yeah. the game I think he's and to whatever. Cut himself, he can retire without having to fight. Like, hey, he's tainted. He's doing a little bit of that. But I think he's, he's trying to convince that. himself that. Not that he's trying to again. He's not yeah. trying to duck Jones, but he's like, I have to come to grips with the fact that if I want to stick to this timeline of retiring, yep. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna base my life around John. Yeah, Jones. I mean, how do you? He, he has no way of being, so many times. Exactly. He has no way of being certain that it will materialize, and so he's gonna stick around and wait till he's fucking 55 years old to yeah. get a third fight with Jones. I mean, it's just. So look, at the end of the day, to me, this is pretty simple actually. Of course this doesn't have anything to do with his GOAT status whatsoever. If for nothing else, and I didn't think of this till Dan said it, it's a very good point. 
although I, I will meant having to compliment you on this pod. I will do it as necessary. Um, you know, for him to take that actually is really just him sacking up. Of course, yeah. it's for the money, but he has a lot more to lose than to gain from that fight. Absolutely. There's, there's a financial gain. There's, there's the MSG, you know, thing and the feather that he can put in his cap. But beyond that, honestly, the guy's hand is already in a position where if he, if he clicks him a couple times, who knows? Maybe he's fucking out for an entire year now instead of out for a regular projected three more months or what have you. Um, you know, th- this none of this makes any sense. Right. This is not about him. This is not the fight that makes a lot of sense. Lewis doesn't look good. It doesn't work for anybody. The UFC is absolutely desperate. They are not even trying to hide it. They're not even close to trying to hide it. They might as well be running around screaming at the top of their lungs on the on the on the highest peak at in at, on top might, of a mountain. Yeah, they might as well be on Everest screaming. We're fucking desperate to make a couple dollars more than we would have and on the last. Honestly, if you look at it, it's embarrassing. They're starting to cannibalize themselves. It's embarrassing. Or is that redundant? Of course, that's what they're doing. Um, no, because I, if you're a cannibal, you're eating the same species. But they are they're they're literally they're they're eating themselves. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a, if you want to know that. I mean, no, it's not. It's a stupid think, thing to say. No also, question. I think we no should also question. say this might. I think, pretty sure this is the first time we're recording where we're actually facing each other. Feels good. Yeah, yeah. But you it's want also, shades? I got a pair of shades. It also, it also lends itself to like me laughing more when I normally wouldn't because I'm usually like looking at a TV or yeah, like, yeah, facing yeah. forward, trying to focus on what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I look over to your dumbass face. Yeah, yeah you stare just, at this yeah. mug. Shades, a lot of facial hair. Well, it's just funny because uh, as far as Stipe is concerned, it's, it's interesting because Lewis actually did specifically say after getting the fight, he said, you know, I think Stipe deserved it more than yeah, I did, I mean, but I'm not going to say one. no. He's the most honest so, fucking like, guy you'll ever meet in your and, life. And, and, but that makes it kind of it kind of lends itself to PCB's point of is he is he ducking him? No. No, of course he's not ducking him. He didn't duck him. He went after him. He knocked him out cold. Right. Cause Does he need to go do it again when he's got two fights well, left is, and he's got a broken hand? No. This is not to point. go when, do it. When... when Connor knocked out Aldo in 13 seconds, or this coming off Connor's loss just yeah, now. Yeah. Like everyone always goes, well, th- that's great. Those two examples are great because you you could go both ways. You go, you know, Aldo is the king forever, but he just got started. It's like, how do you sell that rematch? Yeah, got it. Yeah. Now people are not necessarily clamoring, but Connor wants the the rematch against Habib, and you go. Well, hold on. The same logic applies. He just got stopped by him, yep. and it wasn't that much of a. Again, you could apparently the judges did score the third round for Connor. Wow. Again, yeah, yeah, all of them did. I was I so, was wondering about so, that because you had said but, I had said no but round. All in all, not Doesn't that matter. competitive Doesn't of a fight, matter. right? Yeah. So you use that same logic. Well, he just got stopped. How does he get a rematch? This is going to go to the major point of this entire episode, and I mean, not that we haven't touched on it before. I'm again. Bottom line, bottom it's it, it's money. Bottom fucking so line. It, it, if if that's gonna do, even if it drops to two million, yep. now that's the second highest. It doesn't matter. So like that, they're, they're just recovering again, as quickly as possible. They're just trying to recover. It, the, like like I said last episode, I'm coming to grips with the fact that Connor's not gonna always be here. Like so, you need you need to start thinking about down the road. Doesn't mean dismiss it. Yes, get the get the money today that you can, but you have to understand that down the road, you know. Yes, certain athletes in every walk of life and every uh, you know sport get preferential treatment. It's understandable. I get it. But when it gets to the point where you know you're you're jeopardizing the long term future of the company and the promotion as a whole, it's not smart business. And there's so many things that they're doing. And this isn't necessarily this supposed is to just... be an episode of just 
bashing the UFC. It's and, not, and, but and, it, it, at the same time, it kind of is too. Because you know what? If we weren't so passionate about it and we weren't such big fans, we wouldn't give a flying fuck. I wouldn't give a shit. I'd hear about it. I'd talk about it with somebody for two minutes. I'd move on with my life. It's it's just the fact that they're just they're making blatant decisions, and it's not like they stubbed their toes a couple times trying to figure this out. They are just repeatedly with everybody watching, more eyes on it, more eyes on it, just doing the same fucking thing. You know what just goes? It doesn't the, work. It, this is it's every, not going to work. Every every sport now. What I'm going to say now, it's happening with again. We say UFC, but MMA in general, but specifically the UFC yeah. is that. They take for granted. This happens in politics as well, in all in all all forms of life, really. But let's stick to sports. That they take the hardcore fans for granted. Yep. They know, they we're know gonna you're going to be here. there when you. When they know we're going to be buying. Yep. They they have an X amount. Yeah, the you know, baseline the, the, is the, there. The quota is already there. That yep. we're going to make this on a pay per view. How much can we bring in it? We're going to have them go on We're going to have them go on this and this and that. We get it, promotion-wise. Yeah. I, I think hockey is probably the best example because it's such a niche, niche or niche, I like yeah. to say niche, sport where they know <laughs> that Tell us more about why you so, prefer but, to say yeah, niche so, but they go, niche. But like anything, anytime there's a rule change in the NFL or baseball, like the replay of this yeah. or that, the hardcore fans are like, hey, stop messing they're around. They're up in arms, but they're not fucking going anywhere anyway, so who gives a shit? It's perfect the way it is. We love to, why, yeah. why are you going to cater? are trying to speed it up to bring in well, the people that aren't going to watch. They're catering to bring more people in, that's right? Yeah. So that's Add the replays. Get the things right. Do this. Do right. that. Or, right. Uh, in hockey, there was these rule changes in uh, my boy. Yeah, with the two line passes and the right. icing exactly. shit. Exactly. So they're like, oh, well, you mess with the, you know. So the, the same could be said for this, where they're like, hey, well, how come... This, this, and this is happening. Yeah. You know, they're again force feeding of the interim belts and and the and you know the belts are such a fucking. The belt thing's impossible. It. I, had, I, wait, had, I can't wait. I can't I, wait to dig I'm into gonna, this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, my overall point. I'll start with, and I'll probably wrap up with when we're talking about the belts too. Is yeah. that I'm, 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 I'm at the doorstep. If not, I'm already inside the house of. I don't give a fuck about the belts anymore. I know. I was gonna, gonna say gonna, that I'm, on this I'm episode just gonna too. Say, I'm just gonna go. You know what? I just want to see awesome fucking fights. Yeah. Whether, not necessarily super fights or champion first champion. Of the yeah, just but, what's a great you know matchup to get excited match about like, and uh, to watch. Let's see fight. fucking. Uh, uh, like we said you actually brought it up last episode. Connor and Barbosa never yeah. gonna happen. Yeah. Why would, would it happen? All this stuff. Fireworks. Would, would be we enjoy? Match. We'd love that fight. Okay. Put the fucking great. fight on. I'll tune. I want to watch it because I want to you know? see. You know. Yeah. And it kind of goes. Let's back see what happens when we're both throwing wheel kicks or whatever. Okay. But it kind of goes back to the roots of the UFC, which is. Which discipline is the best kind of thing? So like, yeah. so match styles make fights, matches make you know whatever. So like, I, I, I'm I'm tr- I'm almost there, if not already. Where I'm just like, you know what? I don't give a shit who has the fucking belts. That's just a promotional tool that they're using clearly yeah. to to try to sell pay per views because they're adding uh, they're adding belts where they don't fucking belong or they're, doing, they're shoving interim uh, titles down our throats. So I'm just gonna go out for the love of the sport as a purist. I'm gonna enjoy that because I already know. They, they already know that they have me. I know that they have we, we both know that's what's going on here. Yeah. So they need to bring in the peripheral fans and the casual fans, like the people that, that people like to call them, and say, hey, huge, huge title fight, huge... Di- At least they, I mean, the thing is, it's let me great. stop you there. They don't have to do it. They're just, they're they so obsessed and desperate. I know that's not what you meant, but it's like, I want to be very careful with our words here because it's just... The problem is that they feel the pressure. They're up against the wall somehow with this thing when... That's not what made this sport what it is today. That's not what made it the fastest growing sport is by being short-sighted and being obsessed with putting together pairings and removing the integrity of what, you know, what makes this the rawest form of competition. That's no longer the case. And you know what, if you're gonna have a star and they're gonna get a little bit of different treatment or they're gonna get a rematch or somebody else wouldn't because they're gonna get you a couple extra buys, everybody can swallow a certain right. level of this bullshit. 
What we can't have happen is you announcing to people, telling them the biggest moment of their life. They're telling all their friends, all their family. It blows up all over social media. Everybody's convinced this is the next fucking fight for a headliner. And then not only is that person not fighting anymore, and I'm, again, I'm talking about Eubanks now, and there's plenty more of these examples. Not only are you not fighting anymore for the, for, you know, on MSG because the timing is not gonna work out. We got a new fight, let's spread it out, but we'll put you somewhere else. No, it's not the case at all. We were so fucking desperate. We took you out of your grandmother's fucking apartment. We dragged you in, said, you're gonna fight for a world championship. Yep. We're gonna hope this works out and does something. They looked at the reaction on social media, realized it wasn't gonna do a single thing and move the needle a fucking inch. Right. Pulled it back, took a guy with a broken hand who has two belts and maybe one, you know, to have two belts in the UFC at that, in those weight classes, I, I not taking anything away from Connor, but there are, again, like we always say, levels to this game. To be the light heavyweight and heavyweight champion when the stakes are that high yeah. and, and, and it's, it's, you know, the, the risks are, are so much more pronounced, yeah. it's unbelievable. And, and to do it in this era, even more unbelievable. And so you're gonna take that guy and that golden chip and you're gonna strip his fucking belt away. You mean to tell me that he's no longer the light heavyweight champ? John yep. Jones, who has tainted everything about what that light heavyweight title is all about, and, and what a mixed martial artist should be for the organization, a company guy, everything. He's fucked everything he's touched up. Yep. Great talent, I'm dying to see him back in there. That's fine. Sure. He does not need to go and fight for an undisputed belt. And on top of that, Derek Lewis on the heels of two awful performances, by the grace of God, pulls out a victory at the end. Okay, it's exciting. You can run the tape, but Jesus you're not going to convince. Knockouts. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus loves knockouts. <laughs> but you know uh, that was good. That was very good. That was a Connor uh, Connor recall. I love that. But with him and Kavanaugh talking, you said right. But yeah, um, you you got a guy who admits his hand is broken. He can't fight this year. Then you get a guy who's saying that he's not ready for a title fight. He has no cardio. He looked terrible. The last 30 minutes that guy spent inside that cage, I want my fucking 30 minutes back. I actually, you know, I want 29 minutes back because that last minute yes. against Volkov, okay, you know, made me money on top of that. I'll take it. Yep. But like, you know, you're, you're not gonna you're not gonna continue to do this without a tremendous amount of backlash. And frankly, this fight isn't big enough anyway right. for you to do all this. That's the fucking sickest part. If you said to me, we're bringing Jones back, we're throwing him on MSG, we're, we fucking fucked with USADA, we're doing all these things. Yeah. We did that with Brock already and everybody, everybody forgot and we moved on with our lives. If they did that with Jones and they fucking made those two collide at MSG, I would have been paying another 20% on top of whatever we're gonna pay for these tickets yep. to be there for that event. And you know what, it would have moved the needle by another fucking 500, 750,000 maybe. I'm now you've got sure. DC and Daniel I'm, fucking I'm pretty sure and, they, and were, Derek they were angling for that. And I think Yeah, that's what have, happened, it just didn't work out. Well, I think, well, they never necessarily floated it like they did with the Eubanks fight, but I think they got enough, I don't wanna say backlash, but enough like chatter that Either he snitched and they wanted to calm that down, and or that hey, you're paying them off. They're he in got your pocket. Sped up in order to fucking be you, eligible yeah, by them and all this stuff. The, the testing isn't legit. Honestly, so they didn't the, want to what, answer what, those questions, so they what, were like, you know what, it's not worth it to have that payday. So again, it, it's still it's still money, man. but they're like, you know what, our image is going to take too much of a hit if we make that fight. For it's amazing. I, I can't even. I can't. I want to be in that boardroom with these guys when yep. they say something that fucking stupid, stupid. They look me in the eyes and they tell me, my, our image can't take this hit. And you're going to tell me that, that everything leading up to this, you're going to do instead. And above it all, you're going to jeopardize the fight that probably should have been there to begin with that you were angling for is the Jones-DC fight. Yep. 
we'll just fucking, you know, we'll just roll the dice and hope that Derek Lewis doesn't close his eyes and knock DC into next month. Yep. So with, with all of this stuff being said, DC was pressured to take this fight, in my opinion, because he needed to stay active enough to keep, to, to be a two-weight world champion, right? But... In light of that, some at some point, they convinced him that the paycheck was going to be big enough. He only had a couple fights left. It didn't make a difference. In order, you know, if he was if he was in the prime of his career and he was going to be fighting four sure. times a year and all stuff, they wouldn't be trying to push him back out of there, right? right? And DC would have dug his heels in much more than he did. Mm-hmm. Instead, he turned around and he said, I want to defend both. I earned both. This, that, the other thing. He wanted to be the undisputed champion when Jones came back to fight for that belt. Don't get it twisted. Right. That would have made a difference. And it would have been a better story. Absolutely would have been a better fucking story. It drives me crazy. But when, when you have this guy and, and all this pressure coming up and now we're going to take the belt. We're going to take your fucking belt. And then we need you to fight. And I know your hand doesn't work, but we need you to fight this fucking guy who looks like shit and isn't a draw. Funny guy. Cool guy. Got a yeah. lot of power. I'm sorry, guys. This, this is crazy. And you know what? It doesn't make any difference to me whatsoever. I actually, literally, I don't even care that that fight, we're going live, I don't even care that that fight's on. I'm rubbed completely the wrong way by this. I'm not saying that they're gonna lose any fans over this stuff, but it's a culmination of all these things. It's it's an accumulation of one blemish after the next, after the next. How many black eyes can a face wear? It's like, I'm looking around and I'm going, this one, (laughs) you'd imagine, right? (laughs) (laughs) You would imagine so, but you've got one event and what should be one of the biggest events of the year at the Mecca. And it's already just a hodgepodge of fucking dog shit getting thrown around all over the place. They, they just look pathetic. They look like they just, they took this thing on, Dana's not there anymore, and they don't know what mixed martial arts in the UFC is, and they're trying to piece it together. The reality is Dana is still there, and he's, he's fueling this shit, and he's getting behind this shit. He's masking it. Whatever he's trying to do, none of it's working. It's, it's not fucking working. But and it's, and he'll it, argue, and, and somewhat rightfully so, he'll argue, fucker, it, it's it, bullshit. It, it is working because, oh, look at, look at our last pay-per-view. Look, look at the, yeah, but those are like no, albatrosses. I can't, I can't, I can't take that. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what this card. You does. showed me something perfect. You showed me, you showed me that the two point four, and this is nice. This is all playing in here. The two point four million that Connor brought to the table, and, and Habib again. I don't want to keep right. dismissing him. He, he's in there. That fight, two point four million, trumped hashtag <laughs> hashtag okay. MAGA trumped the entire rest of the calendar year combined. Right. right? You showed that great article. Good read. I look at this, and again, to go right back to it, DC fought Stipe Miocic, your light heavyweight champion who was undefeated at heavyweight, was going against your most well-defended heavyweight of all time who was knocking people out. He wasn't fucking sitting there and just working the outside and going to five-round decision for every title fight. You had the perfect opportunity to build up an event and make a couple bucks. People love watching heavy hitters and big boys throw down in a cage. How do you fuck that up? And now you're trying to piece together a fucking... If there was any more talent in this division, Derek Lewis would be hovering between 10 and 12 until he retired, okay? Let's just call it what it is. I love Derek Lewis as much or more than the next guy. I'm so glad he's here. He's not a number two guy. He's not a title contender. And he's certainly on the heels of those fights, not fucking ready for Daniel Cormier. He never would have been. We can all agree that he's going to get worked. Worked over. Watch him knock him out now. Watch him fucking do all this now. That's what I was just going to say. The off chance, because as we always say, it's a fucking fight. You fucking said Khabib would land on Connor and he sure as shit did. What happens when 
if and when Derek Lewis wins, right? Now he's to have you have to you have to. Well, he's again, he's hilarious. And you promote now you're promoting Derek fucking Lewis, who we love and is hilarious, as your heavyweight champion of the world. Oh now, God. is there anybody in the top five that he would not be an underdog against? No, no. Absolutely not. It's a not. fucking joke. Absolutely not. So and it's the thinnest top five there is in the UFC. It, it, it's crazy. Which is even crazier. And again, part of it has to go to the volatility of a heavyweight division by its general nature. But a lot of it has to do with Derek Lewis is not ready for five He rounds. just doesn't have a like, well-rounded skill set. No. I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's big a guy monster. He's a monster. He's got a fucking head that's the size of my, you know, the size of my torso. It You're doesn't matter. the size of your head. I was going to say the size of my waist, but it just didn't oh, sound okay. as good as torso. stupid. But uh, just the size of my dick, but I just didn't want to well, go there. We want to be honest with the public here. <laughs> um, you started off this point, and that's kind of what I was going to tie with my, my point at the NFL, talking about, and for those who don't know, just, I just want to real quick, okay, they, it was obvious that they wanted to put a main event, <laughs> I guess, yeah, a main event, and to finish this first. You're going to pop, you're going you to pop a, coverage? Oh, okay. They obviously I actually wanted, like that. that you like that? The handheld, yes, the handheld they wanted, screen protector. Um, they wanted, obviously, a title fight, a big title fight for MSG, right? And, we, and me and you, at least I was... They had it. I, I they know had you, the Eubank-Shevchenko. Well, hold on. I'm going to get to it. <laughs> so I loved... And the biggest thing that was drawing me to this card, there's a lot of good fights, but the Dustin and, and Diaz fight was going to be amazing. It was going to settle a lot of questions that we had about the 155 division. Absolutely. The fight itself on its merit itself is really interesting and intriguing yep. and, and, and it's going to be awesome. I was, me and you were both, I, I think, on the same page. Hey, make that the main event. That fight needs to be five rounds. Or at least you, want 20, you want 25 five minutes of that, man. Right. Because you can see you can see where Nate can drag him into deeper waters. Absolutely. Or you can still see, you can see Diaz winning late. But that has to be scheduled for five rounds. And then we can get well, we can use this as a segue to get to the, the weight classes, but they were talk, throwing around the 165 thing. Yeah, and this yeah, and that. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that fight gets scrapped. Dustin has an undisclosed industry, injury or whatever. Okay, great. Yeah. So they say, shit. I forget the timeline here, but basically the, the, what I was saying before, I, I mentioned it, but I think I, I rambled through it real quick. I wanted to make sure that the audience that's not 100% hardcore understands what's going on here. So they want the flyweight, which is they stripped um, – Montagna, what the hell's her name? Yeah, Nico right. Montagna. Nico Montagna of the belt and said, okay, Valentina Shevchenko, you're fighting JJ so for this. It's so good. I did say it, right? No, no, no. For, I'm, I'm just saying, laughing. This is so good. It's, yeah, it's I'm, good I, that was a genuine laugh. Yeah. Like, this is so, so good. So, so they say, okay, you're going to fight uh, JJ. I think we actually you know, I fucking about, called that fight. Yeah, did, I mean, we, we called, but I was like, I called for that fight yeah, because it made fucking sense. Yeah, you know? we were in the actual studio. I remember that. So then... They were like, all right, so this is the fight. You guys are fighting on, I think, the Toronto card. It's one of the ones in December, I believe. Okay, great. And I'm pretty sure they had a signed contract. Now, they said, shit, we need something. So they forced, uh, they say JJ's not ready or whatever for an early fight for the MSG fight. So they bring in this this young lady, uh, Eubanks, who is like three and two, I believe. And, and I, I know that everybody knows this already, the, 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 the bigger fans or, or whatever. But Rogan, who is the UFC commentator and... Knows right. anybody who's ever thrown a punch in a cage. Didn't know who she was. Was very genuine in just saying, I have no idea who that woman is. Right. I, I She's probably actually, phenomenal. I'm, he didn't I'm, know the I'm not going to lie. I actually, do, I did not like, I, you I know. You were saying you like, did. I, I didn't, I didn't yeah. know who she I, was. I honestly, I didn't recognize her. I recognize her face. Yeah, I know who she was. Say. Didn't yeah. recognize the name. When I saw yeah. her face, I was like, I know her. And then I looked it up. I was like, yeah, she, does, she doesn't have the pet. Why is she fighting for the title? Just, like, at least I mean, what's her, what's her record? Um, you know, go I think it's 3 I, 2 in the UFC. But regardless, right, so the point is, the point is they, they make that, right. they make, they make that the headline of the UFC, anymore. right? 
I'm sorry, of MSG, right? Great. Not great, but okay, whatever. So, like you said, they, they feel the backlash, like, what the fuck, blah, blah, they got to do something. So, they scramble and put this bullshit together of DC and Lewis, which is, okay, whatever. So, they go, we don't need that anymore. We can go back to the better fight and use that as one of the later pay per view headliners or co headliners, I think, with Ortega and Holloway. Yeah. Um, so, we so go back to JJ. So, the JJ and like, Shevchenko fight. Well, sorry. So they rebooked the right. JJ, JJ and Shevchenko fight. Right. right. So they go, which was, which is what it should be. That, I mean, that's the fight. Right. That's the fight. That's the fight. So they got that right at least. But now yeah. Eubanks is like, well, hold on. I had a signed contract. <laughs> what are you doing? So this is my comparison. But doing? I said this to you when we were getting no, better yeah, 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 before. Yeah. Is that to the NFL where it means only, it's only one sided. It's the ownership side, the promotion side, the NFL yeah. side, the yep. UFC side where. The contract you got to you got to you got to stick to your contract. You got to honor your contract. Unbelievable. But if we want to rip it up at any time, we can. The so like, what's standard. the point of a, a fucking fuck. contract if it's not a fucking contract for mutual parties? So you have the NFL it, for those international listeners and those here that don't know how it works. You get a, uh, X amount guaranteed. Yeah. The rest of it is dependent upon a you playing, but whenever the the team can rip it up. In baseball, for instance, everything is guaranteed. Once guaranteed you, sign, money, once you yeah. sign the deadline, you get every cent of that which, money. Which is amazing, too, because, again... It should be the opposite. Uh, uh, yeah, the I mean, like, uh, you know, it, it, logic tells you this, but you've got a, a game that could jeopardize your rotator cuff or you have a game that could jeopardize your consciousness or you have your a fight life. game that could jeopardize your life and everything else. So these guys are getting the CT, they're getting broken bones, they're tearing tendons constantly off the bone, all this crazy shit. In football and MMA, they're probably the two most violent... You know, sport mainstream sports. Obviously, people would say rugby and all these other things. It's fine, but sure. the fights, the fights that are you know really, really out there in mainstream and, and are being televised every day on, on you know, uh, prime time. And these guys, it, it means absolutely nothing. Like you're saying, it's it's fucking crazy. And we could go a, a level deeper, which we definitely will not do. But the unionization, lack thereof of the benefits and all these other things. Mm. At least the NFL is far enough along as a, as a professional sport that they've got their player association and they've got their representation for other things, you know, they can angle in other ways to try and offset I mean, some so of the things that are that are missing with these contracts. It's still later, a huge problem. Sooner or later, that's going to that's gonna have to come. And it's going to have to come from the bigger fighters like Connor and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, but I like hearing Connor talk about it. the weight classes because you need a guy like that. You know, GSP, it's one thing. Um, but they know. First of all, well, the, the day they unionize, the day Danny goes, all right, later. Oh, yeah, it doesn't, it's not going to... Yeah, he will not be there to, yeah. to have to... Fight that, deal fight, with that. Yeah, you know? exactly. And he know. I think he knows that too. I mean, I think he knows his. He obviously knows his timeline. Um, he's he's, you know, more than generationally wealthy at this stage. He can sure. keep he can keep a small army fed, uh, for for decades. So I don't think there's any issue on his end with just looking the other way until it until it rears its head and then walking away, like you say, or being gone by then. So, but to, I'm sorry. Yeah, go go to, go to ahead. Kind of bring us back just, into what this. We kind of. Uh, generally, had a general structure of belts and, and weight. And yeah, so, maybe so weight, weight, classes, weight classes or lack thereof. So and and the and and again belts and the issues of the constant stripping, re-identifying of champions, repurposing of belts, giving out interim belts where they're not you know it's not merited or multiple belts. Pull this one away, give it to that guy. That's that's this, this conversation is very much one and the same. So, so we want to address both of these head on and kind of right. you know the DC thing has a lot to do with it because this this stemmed directly from wanting to have a fucking of, belt on this all of the issues wanted to have a belt on the fight and also them pulling DC's belt in in a 
in a lateral move here, whatever, not not a lateral move, but a, whatever. In the same transaction, what I'm trying to say, it's, it's escaping me, is they give them this fucking fight that it shouldn't be happening anyway, and they go, by the way, thanks for being a team sport, we're taking away the light heavyweight title, which you held for longer than the heavyweight title anyway. Yeah. So we can give it to the guy, uh, or at least give the opportunity sport. to the guy who's been cheating. <sighs> so th this is what it's I was gonna say. It's fucking nauseating. To kind of bring it, to try to bring us back let in. Me, let me bring you back yeah, in proper. Go ahead, pop, pop, you wanna hit me with the screen? Yeah, give me coverage. Bang, I'm giving you full throttle there, kid. Is that, again, the overarching theme here is that the, the UFC, again, this is under the lights MMA, but the UFC is the leading promotion and they need to be very careful about prioritizing money over the long-term health of the, of the overall product, okay? Because I wanted to actually, this, I didn't bring this up to you, and I, I wrote it down, I just wanted to kind of bounce this off you and see what your organic your, you know, feeling is on this. Okay. Does, because I, I, you know, I'm already on record now saying that I'm pretty much over the fucking belts, and it's a pro not a product of not giving a shit, because that, that's what it should be about, but it's the way the, the UFC has handled this shit over the last few years and just trying to make as much money as possible today and not worrying about tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Is that... What do you think... Last weekend, there was back-to-back -back Bellator cards. One was at uh, Mohegan Sun in Connecticut, one was in our backyard here at, at the Nassau Coliseum, or whatever the fuck they call it now. Right. Um, how do you feel about... Bellator are doing the, if you will, throwback Grand Prix. They're doing one for 170, and this, they obviously did one for heavyweight with yep. Matt Michirone versus Bader on Friday night, and then Saturday night was uh, Chael Sonnen versus uh, Fedor. Let's not get bogged down in the two two guys competing in those in those uh, of those four are not really heavyweights. One of them winning, one of them losing. Yeah, that was uh, one of I the mean, things I was going to say. This so is you people throwing their, their hat in the ring trying to, trying to you know, I think it says more. But, it says more about their roster depth than right, it does but about. I don't want to get too crazy. Yeah. I, I'm just talking about the model of a Grand Prix as far as like legitimizing the belt. Cause then it really fucking means something, as opposed to we've gone over a chapter versus what the UFC does. Yeah. So and this is what I was kind of when I was, I was writing this, it kind of like came, it kind of wrote itself, if you will, this yeah. thesis of not necessarily that Bellator tomorrow or even ever will overtake the UFC or any other promotion, but yeah. like, do you do you Find more, I don't. I think the answer, obvious answer, is yes. There's more legitimacy in a Grand Prix tournament as opposed to arbitrarily assigning a belt to this and like we're going to sneak this person in before because you have to. So there, there's injuries that happen in Grand Prix and whatnot, alternates and whatnot. But I feel like a tournament to have that belt and then you know you have a someone that might not have been in the in the, in the tournament or someone that, who had a really good showing in the tournament then have be the number one contender or whatever. Yep. It legitimizes the belt a little bit more and it stretches it out over time where you don't have to worry about this belt really for like an entire year basically. I don't yeah. know how long I mean yeah. this, this Grand Prix's been going on for a while. So yeah, you, you, you you keep you can the stretch it out over the course of four is, events like, or something Rory, and keep people engaged in it. You know? it, it was uh is in the one seventy they're doing a Grand Prix for one seventy yeah. in Bellator as well. So you keep the interest in the in the division going because you're like, oh who's on this side of the bracket? Oh what's the potential matchups and you're thinking about it and Potential, maybe even alternates, kind of throwing their hat in the ring on Twitter, like, "Hey, I want to beat whatever." So it Absolutely. keeps it keeps the interest in it, but Absolutely. also every fight is almost like a title fight because it's for because the implication purpose. is that you're actually marching implication. towards implication. So it's like that because you know it, you're three fights away, then two, and then essentially right, and then know. and then obviously then you can have whoever wins <laughs> as the title holder and then defend and have that for a while and then do the Grand Prix with a different 
And then by the time they do it a different weight class, and then yep. when that one's done and we've done a couple of them, we can come back to the heavyweights in the sure, sure. So it, it, as a model, uh, as far as legitimizing the going back to the purest, because it's combat sports. Like, what do you think about? W- I, know I know you hate it, WWE, but boxing. Uh, you think about the who's got the belt, who's yeah. got the strap. That's of what course. it's it's about. It's yeah. about the strap. It's not that's a, why. That's like why. Like you know my, you know my heart. My heart in these moments tells me exactly what you're saying, which is. You know the belt does matter, and it, and it's it's a symbol of greatness and and the best in the world on the planet Earth and all that stuff. I, I love know, that yeah. stuff. And then the other side of it is they've tarnished it so much that all I want to do is just I want to I want to I want to put my blinders on and say I don't give a fuck. You did this to the sport. You did this to my perception. I'm no longer. But I can't I, I can't I can't change the way that I I, I my, my my instincts right. still tell me. That guy's staring somebody in the eyes. He's got a belt over his shoulder. He knows he's the baddest motherfucker on the planet in that moment. Right. I love that. But the UFC, the fact that they even have us talking about the fact that you and I wouldn't even care anymore. Just the fact that we're having that conversation well, is so crazy that it just it just says so just, much just about again, where make, we are now. To make the analogy to sports that we know, right? So like – I, like I said, I'm at, I'm at the point where I'm just like, you know what? I just want to see good fights as a purist. I just want to see good matchups yep. and good fights, and I'm gonna enjoy it like that because I love I love the sport. I love I love the you know like we talked about last episode the the uh, not the raw. What did I say? It doesn't get a more instinctual. Oh, it is. It's uh, just primal, yeah, primal uh, kind, yeah. of, kind of thing. Yeah. But there's a reason why we that we have sports because there's a winner and there's a loser. Yes, yeah. you could say that. You need to have in, something in to distinguish but, these guys. Yeah, you know? there's a reason why. You have a trophy at the end of the World Series. That you have the Lombardi Trophy. That's what I'm saying. You can't you can't differentiate Stanley yourself Cup. from every other legitimate sport on the planet be, if Earth. You be that. Right. Without, you just can't do it. You can't do it, and you can't do it this way. There's a reason you have that symbol. It, it shows you, hey, I, I I'm the best. Uh, you know, this team is the was the best this year. Okay, who's the best fighter right now? Uh, well, I don't know. And dude, so you talk to these well, guys. That's all well, they yeah. play for. That's all they care about. You talk about you talk about the Olympics. I mean, if you want to go to the purest yeah. form the of, of, of of athletic competition, that's all anybody dreams about yeah, their entire gold life. Medal. Kidding that's what me? it is. It's a gold fucking belt. But that's 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 what it's about. It just it just it, you know it just evokes everything you've ever worked for your entire life. Not. I had this crazy payday and it was an epic fight. It'll just be another fight that it's not, it doesn't become a legacy thing because you didn't win the belt. You didn't have two weight division champions. You didn't have a super fight with two titles on the line. You don't get that buzz. You need to have this thing on the on the, on the highest magnitude, the highest level of priority. And they're treating it like it's just a pocket change kind of a thing. They're just throwing it around. And you know, it, it, I, I, we keep saying it's going to bite them, it's going to bite them, it's going to bite them. It is fucking biting them. It's biting them constantly. And anybody who's paying attention realizes that that they're digging themselves a deeper and deeper hole. Now, with ESPN, I have to think, not that they're the end-all be-all, but they are the standard now, you know. I'd have to think that in order to keep egg off their face, they got to do a little bit better than this. They got to find a way. And look, I think the bracket's a great idea for a lot of reasons. To, to answer your question, because I, I never addressed it. Like, yeah, of course. I mean, back in the Pride days, awesome. Obviously, the heavyweight Grand Prix that um, uh, that Daniel Cormier was in. You know, you've got you've got these moments where you you never forget the the Wandies and the fights with with, with Crow Cop and all oh. these things. You don't forget about these things. They're awesome. They're just, it's, it's unbelievable. And so these moments were, were all 
birthed from these Grand Prix and they do keep you interested. Now, do I, do I selfishly love the old style Grand Prix where you're, and I don't even mean open weight class, but in the same night, these lunatics are yeah, actually well, going UFC out there. Like you know, these, it's just these, these, these commissions <laughs> at well, a certain point, gotta, it can't just be, you know, yeah. uh, Van Damme and Bloodsport. You know, <laughs> these guys have to fucking, they do have to like go and get like their medical, uh, their medicals done and stuff. But you know, it, there's a fine line between like mainstream and hardcore just wanting people's like bones popping out no. of the cage. But you know, in the same vein, it's still kind of, it's still like pulls that out of you and it brings that nostalgia from from what you kind of know from a decade or two ago and, and kind of what made MMA what it is today and put it on the map. And I think that there's something where the Grand Prix and the history of MMA are very much intertwined and go together. Um, but yeah, I think I think it keeps everybody relevant. You know, you're looking at a card, you're looking at the, the preview of it, you're looking at the results after the big fight for that night, and it could have been just one of the quarterfinal fights, but you're still looking at the bracket, you're still staring down the possible matchups like you're talking about, but at least it's like, if this guy and this guy win, this is what happens no matter what, unless there's an injury. If this guy wins and that guy won that we, we didn't think of, this is what you get. Two fights away from getting one of the best fights imaginable. Now look at what you get in the heavyweight, you got Bader and, F and Fedor, fucking phenomenal fight. I don't think that the Bellator could have done any better for themselves than this. I think it worked out incredibly well. Um, they, they put some, they threw some names to the wall. Like we said, okay, some light heavyweights, naturally, whatever, but you, you see what a guy like Bader did to Mitrione. Sometimes yeah. when they get that heavy, if you're cutting from 230 to 205 and you're fucking not having to cut to get to under 265, so you're natural 245. I mean, these guys sometimes meet in the middle and it makes sense. Um, and technique will kind of at that at that level. I think it, it, it wins. Whereas I think when yeah. you when you look at a Rory and and a Gay Guard going at it with those fifteen pounds, it, it obviously makes worlds of difference. Yes. So <laughs> you know it, it's it's like I think you can get these phenomenal outcomes. You can get these great stories, these underdog stories about guys. You look at the Sweet Sixteen and you look at what March Madness does. I mean that the bracket. And everything that comes with it and people getting involved you want to talk about betting and all yeah, these other things there's, there's a lot there. of things going on there now i don't know what the perfect blend is i don't want to you know i don't want to sit here again and pretend i have all the answers or think that i have it figured out i love that the ufc there's no calendar year to it you look at the year-end fight and it's like okay you always assume that that card's going to be a mega card just right. because historically mma does that but i don't want to think Oh, well, there's a season, and, and it, it, I like that it's just like all year you're getting these bangers. But certainly could you do over the course of a six, you know, every six months these tournaments are underway. And, you know, if you're the champion, you're the champion. And while you're in your bracket, you're defending it. Does it dilute, you know, a Rory McDonald being the champion when he's just thrown into a bracket with a bunch of these guys? I think in some way for me personally where I sit, I think I do have a little bit of a perception issue with that. I think mini brackets for number one contenders would be a nicer balance for for me personally. You know, I'm not right, saying for the general public, but that that, totally that automatic semifinal kind totally of a thing for a number but one contender. If you're gonna would be do nice. that, if you're gonna blend that, the problem you run into is say like the 170 tournament. They say take yeah. Rory out of it because yeah. he's the champion, and yeah. the tournament is for that number one contendership. And you say, what's Rory doing for fucking six months? Go. I know, and that's why I think you don't make it a big tournament. You'd have to do semifinals only. So you, you Book them on the same night. You got you got two fights going, and then whoever wins those fights, they they fight, fight next, and that's happening on the card that Rory's already defending his belt 
against the guy right. who, who was there. I'm not saying it's perfect, but my, 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 my immediate reaction would be that I think something like some kind of a hybrid between what you're saying and that would keep the belt at the highest, uh, at, you know, of the highest perception Easy. that you're elite. And then also guarantee what we, what we hate so much about the interim thing is if you made the interim thing a real thing based on a four-man tournament every time, people would respect what that belt meant. Right. I just went through a, a, a small pocket of, you know, I just fought back-to-back -back killers. I, I have the belt because I won right. that. It's not like there's a legit number one contender, but you know what? He just fought and the timing's off or he's hurt. So we're gonna shove in the number seven guy to fight for the title because, well, we need a title on this paper. Yeah, you just don't have the latitude to do that anymore because there's some structure in place where it's like, this is the way this works. Now, what well, do you, you do with them, the, with all these? Problems. You gotta, you gotta yeah, and, and, and that's a, that's a and the UFC that's has shown a that they're not willing to do that. Overhauling of what they are and what they would do, and that would well, they would have to be like, well, this is what how we run our our organization. Oh, yeah. It's now. their whole it's yeah. the whole marketing promotion department. But but the is. model right now is a fucking problem. No, and, it's, and, and, get and, as much and, money as you can right now. And I think that if they would just stay the course and understand that this sport sells itself. And that these stars do kind of come up, and that if they can invest their money promoting more than one person at a time to try and let this thing breathe a little bit, like we say sometimes, yep. like this JJ and Shevchenko thing made a lot of sense. If you just sat back and let it breathe, you could have been promoting this fight for three or four months instead. Or let JJ go knock some bitch out so you can add that to her real big. She's back. Fucking Joanna Champion wants the champion at the end of that name again. And uh, yep. let that happen. But no, it's like they're booked, they're off. This this bitch is fucking like I said, you know, grabbed off a, off the street. She's fighting now at MSG. Congratulations! Oh no, we're just kidding. She's not a fucking injured guy's fighting a guy who can barely get through fifteen minutes. Haha. Uh -huh. Okay, cool. But we're gonna take his belt. But by the way, JJ will fight. It'll just be on the next. It's such a joke. I can't. I, really, I can't keep you know up. I really I wonder. I really wonder as you as you're talking about this. What the fuck? You know what? In a way, well, let me just get the point. What the fuck is going through? Little Dick Sean Shelby's. Mind. Oh my God! Because he's the one supposed to be making all these. Yeah, movies. I don't think he's, he's doing anything. Anymore. That's my point. Yeah. Is, does he go? Yeah. What the fuck, man? I'm supposed to be doing this, or yeah. does he go? I'm collecting check. I don't give a fuck. Dan okay, Dan, you're gonna over overrule me every single time. Okay, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Because he's not getting any heat. So I, think, I guess he probably I, doesn't. I, I guess he doesn't care. But I, I guarantee he does he's get getting no shit. Heat. You're absolutely heat. right. I, I know. You know what? Not yes, he yeah. doesn't. But I think that he gets. His phone blown the fuck up oh, from yeah. fighters. Oh yeah. That are like, yo, what the, the guys fuck? who don't know where it's probably, coming from. He probably has to fall on the shield for Dan all the time. All the time, shit. yeah. He's but probably if he's cashing his sick check, he's probably like, yeah. fuck it. I think he's eating piles of shit, and I think that the roster is big enough now, and the number of divisions has grown with the women's, you know, weight classes and things like this. That he's at a point where, again, like we said, how how thin he got stretched. <laughs> that I think that there's enough going on with all these shows. That if the UFC is just going to fucking override everything and get themselves all fucked up for the top 5 or 10% of these cards, he, he couldn't be bothered anyway. I don't think he cares. But I do agree yeah. that these guys, he's the first level of defense where he's getting the, the calls from the guy who could who could end someone's life. Well, they're, they're calling his fucking phone first. <laughs> That's not a pleasant phone call to take when you're 130 pounds soaking wet and you look he's like LBS. You know, and he's all yeah. dick. We he's all him. dick. Yeah, we met him in... He's 130 pounds. We joke about LDS because he is just endowed as all hell. He literally... <laughs> it's a little ironic Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the huge guy in jail. You call Ex him tiny. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been you know, to jail. No question. It's a term of endearment. You know, LDS, you know, get used to it, kid. It's, 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 really, uh, it's really a big pat on the back for that hog of yours. But So, uh, let's, let's uh, you know, let, let's talk about weight classes here. Because, again, this goes hand-in-hand hand with the belts. And we've yeah. already touched on it, but... 
Um, kind of to, to open this up, I was going to say that, um, you know, you, you said, we, we've talked about this. Before. We basically had, you, uh, like you said, a, pre, a, right. a pre-show. But then when you, you made a good point. I actually didn't even think about it, which is surprising because I had to do with Connor. This is the thing that we've talked about ourselves for a while, and then yeah. even more so lately. And then all of a sudden, Connor starts talking about 165 and other weight classes. Then Now it starts to get more crazy. It's just like yeah. if you were to talk about unions and this and that, it would get more pull, it would get more traction, it would get more headlines because yeah. of Connor. Again, he's, sure. the, he's the top yeah, It's like who's aligning themselves with these things. Right. So he, he, if he starts talking about it, then it seems to be more realistic. Yep. He's, he's at Cowboy Stadium. Now yeah. you know there's, there's going to be an event at Cowboy Stadium sometime yep. soon because yep. he was there. That's yeah. obviously the reason he was there. No right? doubt. So uh, the thing that we talked about was, hey, you know, and I, I said on a previous episode as well, they were talking about the hesitancy to make a 165 division because five pounds away from 170, that's kind yeah. of silly. They would have to go 155, 165, 175, 185, make it every time. But yeah. that would have to do away with the 170. And they, the legacy of the 170 division is storied and it's right. huge. And would they go, do away with it? And I, I think it, well, here, here's the pros and cons of it, or the back, you know, the two, the two sides of the coin. You add more weight classes. Yeah. Okay, the benefits are, it, it, it lends itself one, you're gonna have more belts. Yeah. So, and we know the UFC loves putting belts they on, need on belts. pay-per-views. They need so, belts because they're trying to fucking multiply them. Right. So. so you get more belts. That's one, and you can it'd be easier instead of forcing interim ones and fake ones and stripping people when they shouldn't be stripped to for force feed a pay-per-view with a belt. It would at least lessen that. So that's a pro. Okay. Another pro would be, excuse me, you would have more opportunities to have champion versus cha- a legit champion versus champion fight yeah. without necessarily holding up divisions for as long. Yeah, we love that because look, they want super fights divisions. that bad. Well, now you've got a handful more belts and you've got a handful more super fights. And realistically, in theory, they should be even more competitive because you have more condensed weight classes. So these guys probably could go back and forth. If there was only one class, either guy most likely could fit into either weight class. So and you're gonna have you, you thing, should be getting two right. killers. It should you be get, a, you get You get that and you get, again, there's, ne- there's never, gonna, well, I have some ideas and I've said them on previous episodes again. If we have some new listeners, why don't you go back and listen. Um, that it, there's never going to be a 100% answer to the weight cutting issue, but yeah. this is one thing that would at least help or alleviate it somewhat. It makes a, I, guys, I think this makes a huge you difference. You got guys like Paul Felder was, was uh, a guy who I you know we follow on Twitter who said you know I would love a 165 division because he 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 fancies himself a super lightweight. Right. So like, you know, he, he fought Perry at, at welterweight. Yep. Maybe a little too big of a weight jump for him, but 155 is kind of big for that. So like 165, that, that quote unquote catch weight, if you made that an actual division, which there are sanctioned for, yep. they're already sanctioned. So yep. you can have a one, it's not like, it's not a thing that, you know, you can't do it. And again, the UFC will do whatever the fuck they want anyway, but it is a thing that's sanctioned and you can, you, they can have right now with that, no one's stopping them. Um, the only, the only, well, there's, there are, a few downfalls, but the biggest downfall that I can think of right off the bat is that now are we diluting it too much to the point where, yes, we get titles and this and that. If you're into that, again, like I already said, I'm kind of drawing away from the titles, but if, if that brings you in and that helps sell the pay-per-views, great. But is it diluting it to the point where we're going to have so many people jumping from division to division where it, it kind of homogenizes three weight classes in a I row. Can, I can like, see that because you, you got you like a title like contender and now he's like top five in that guy. one and top seven in this that one. This is the 170 one. guy. This yeah. is the 185 guy. This, yeah. is, this is the, you know, you like to have, you like to know who those dogs are. But again, 
in a way, I kind of like the idea that some guys that are maybe trying to bang on the door and not getting the opportunity for whatever reason, if it's marketing or this or that, you know what, yeah. I'm going to go to a low weight division that maybe lends itself to, to, for me to, to fit to a little bit more and have an opportunity there and they can make the name for themselves there. I, Again, pros and cons everywhere, but I do, I, I do, the only thing, at, at first it jumped off me as a comic, I'm trying to be like, what, look at it objectively and say, I can see where it could dilute itself to be like, hold on now, like, but the UFC keeps showing us that all they really fucking care about is throwing belts on every fucking pay-per-view, no. so, uh, and if that, if they think that that model, according to their metrics, sells, then why wouldn't you add more weight classes and more belts? Yeah, I mean, you you touched on all the points that 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 I jotted down too, and it's no secret because right, you sense. you and I had this conversation, and I think these these things are to me. Even when you said it again there, and I know that this is what they were talking about with the one seventy pound division. Okay, you had Hughes, phenomenal. I know you had GSP, even more so. Sure. And now, to Woodley's credit, you've got Woodley, and he's yeah. he's he's carrying that torch. There's no question. No question. What is that? No question. What is that? What's the difference between what you had with Rich Franklin to Anderson to I get okay? That division's not in jeopardy based on this conversation, but it, again, there, there's a couple things here. So the first thing I'm going to say is this: get comfortable. I had to because this is some of these topics. Man, I mean, okay. Just so you have an idea, we're at a we're at, we're at a, an hour and twelve, just gonna ask you, okay. which is not bad. We're managing here. Um, a couple things. The first thing I want to say to, to go back to the one sixty five thing is this: Nate, he always thinks he has some like fucking magical serum or something where he's just gonna like pull the wool on Dana by just throwing a tweet out there, and then Dana's just gonna do whatever he says. And then if he doesn't do it, he flips out, double bird, stocked and slap. I'm out. See you never again. And Okay, you don't have an established 155, an established 170, and then arbitrarily just add a 165. Like you, you just said quickly, it's a five pound difference. It's very simple. You don't have 10 pound, 10 pound, 10 pound, 10 pound, five pound, 15 pound, 20 pound, yeah. 60 pound. No, that's not, of course not, Nate. If you want to <laughs> do something, Nate, if you want to do something and you want to do you know, talking to him like he's your child. No, it's just, it's just, <laughs> of course and then people Nate. get behind it and they're all like, yeah, well, why don't they do that? And that's just fucking perfect. And no, you don't do that because it makes no fucking sense. It doesn't make sense to just throw in a random title for a brand new division when it's five pounds away from another title that's fully established and entrenched. And like you're saying here now, probably the most storied, if not one of the most storied divisions that they've ever had. Obviously, that's not the way you do that. But if you say Tyrone Woodley is now the 175-pound champion, he's, a, he's, he's dripping in muscle. I don't think that the five pounds are going to change his life. Whatever. It's a very complicated issue. But if you have 125, 135, 145, 155, there's no harm in blowing it up and just adding 10-pound increments. So you, you get your 165. Now your 175 replaces your 170. So that's your new welterweight or whatever you want to start calling yeah, these things. They'll figure it out. Boxing out. fucking one, called it something. Yeah. They all figured it out. Everybody can figure it out. You want to go, you want you to want go, go down, you want to go up. Yeah. No one's getting hurt. It, it, 170 is not some magical number for no, a homo so sapien. It doesn't matter anyway. So now you go 165. 175 replaces 170. You already had middleweight. 
you add 195, you already have light heavyweight, and then you add, let's say, like I jotted down here, you add a 225, and then you go to 265. So instead of having guys with a 60-pound differential, which right. is totally fucking bonkers, but, at least you find some, and this is why I'm saying, I, okay. I know, look, not talent rich, that's, not as you, many you guys with that, that athleticism and all stuff, that's all true, right? Yeah. But I don't think that you're gonna have that many issues. You get these Greg Hardys, you get some of these other guys, I think, what was it, Merriman that wanted to go in? Okay, I, know, I, I get it, but you get, you, when, when, money, when money becomes a thing, right? <laughs> That's like a, that's like one of my dad's no, things. Yeah, back yeah, and yeah I gotta, I gotta get that in there. <laughs> when you get like, um, you get these guys, th these freak athletes, you know, and a lot of the stuff that I'm talking about is going to go back to the fact that MMA is a thing now. People are training MMA. People are getting their kids into MMA at a young age. Yeah. They're not training karate from five to twelve and then getting out of it because it's embarrassing and they don't want to tell their friends or yeah. they're fucking this and that that's not what's happening anymore it's a sexy yeah, thing it's a cool yeah. thing people want to know how do you win a fight this is the most raw form of, of combat this is how you win a fight okay so mixed martial arts is a big thing money is becoming a thing in this sport it's not all the way there but it's sure shit moved dramatically over the course of the last 10 years now you can become a multimillionaire in this sport, right? It's, it's a thing. It's tangible. It's path, you can right? see it. There's a path. So you get all these kids training all these disciplines from a young age. You're not going to have an issue populating 165, 75. Yeah. You're not going to have a problem there. Yeah. With that being said, with that money, you get another 5, 7, 10%, maybe a stretch, of these supreme athletes that go into these other sports with the basketball, with the football. Okay. Some of these guys are gonna come over now. You get a little bit more of that. Okay. I'm not saying a ton, no. nothing overwhelming, but you get enough of that, that between 205, Thanks. 225, and 65, you can you can kind of figure this out, mm -hmm. right? So, again, that's why I'm not saying go 10 pounds all the way up. They would never work once you right sur now. surpass 205 or whatever. Right. Yeah. Too much right now. Yeah. Like, I think you're right. I didn't, we mentioned that in the past, like these kids, there's going to be a, a whole generation now coming up that are trade mismatch. They're like, coming, dude. We, we talked about it's this, like the but, boomers of right, exactly. it's like the baby yeah, we, boomers of MMA. We talked you know? about this with the origins of the UFC it, it, back in the, the original UFC one too. When we talked, about, we used to rent them from our local yeah. uh, VHS. Point in the back. Point in the back, kid. That it was about discipline versus discipline. Yeah. But now, and again, even even up until you know when we were in college, when it's Rich Franklin and what's not, he was like a substitute math teacher or some bullshit mm -hmm, that took mm -hmm. up whatever. So you got That's you still exactly had guys that were like a part timers or. I mean, he's a world champion. He's fucking teaching. Like, the, like I was saying, like, I think I said, like, yeah. Like I, I mean, saying, Stipe's doing his okay. thing, but I think it's out think, of like. Well, that's different. You know, pride I think I think just, we talked about it as far as being, um, uh, you know, you had you had uh, guys that were in a like the, the Damian Myers of the world. Like, yeah, yeah, that sure. Few and far sure, between now, sure. where like they are. You will get those like, like pure crossover right. guys. You're still getting the uh, Division One collegiate wrestlers, but sure. once they. Graduate, or even now, I think even more so now. Now, now, now. they're on their they're now, on now. their scholarships and whatnot. They're probably, if not definitely, focusing 100 percent on wrestling. But when they get out, if they don't see a pathway, if they don't pick football or they whatever use their degree for, they yeah. they want to get into mixed martial arts. They start training the other disciplines. It might be a little bit later, but in life, then you would like it. But like you said, you see these there's kids now that are watching this stuff and growing up with this with it more mainstream instead of like we. That's the reason I said we had to go to our 
the local video yeah, store to get, yeah. get these things. Yeah. If you didn't now have you, Now you throw on Fox and there's a fucking so you unloaded, give it, unleashed. Give it 5, 10, this, 15 years, you're going to have a whole generation of kids who have grown up training mixed martial arts. So it's not going to be the boxer versus the wrestler versus the grappler. Versus yeah, I, I don't, the I don't think that we're going to have to worry about the – I think you will see – But that's what I'm saying as far as the, the divisions. Yeah, and getting diluted is, that I, I don't I think don't it's that – Yeah, why not? That <laughs> I know I need it for to live, so maybe you don't need it as much as I do, but this is all I got. It's literally all hold I on, got. Hold on, hold on. Let me put the pop screen up. Go ahead. It's all I got. What is ah. with the string pops, man? Is it you? Well, let me finish this one and then we redeem ourselves. That was is, depressing. This is from the same batch, so if it's, it could be you that was or like, it could be the That's what it sounds like to pop a beer when, when you're Eubanks and you find out that not only – not only, not only you're not fighting on the team, but they, they cut you in the morning. Ready? Woo! Woo! I don't know. Kids don't fight yet. <laughs> no, so so I think like I think it's a problem that again like, are you investing in the future of the sport and the promotion, or are you trying to go and fetch five percent here, six percent more on this pay per view? And, and 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 it's not even like they go, oh, in three years this might bite us. No, you're 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 jeopardizing, you know, you're jeopardizing the Jones DC thing. You're jeopardizing the 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 DC Brock thing. You're jeopardizing all these fights that they're right there in front of you. Right. You know, you're and taking then, away the luster of of what Colby's got this momentum again. Okay, right. call what it is. Jeez. But now yeah, will that will that that you know that draw that he was generating him and Tyron. Will it be the same fight now? Probably not. Did you know. take a guy like Till and you knock him down five rungs? Yeah, that's what you did. Are you going to do the same thing with Lewis now? Yes. Are you going to risk that if that goes the other way, that you lost far bigger paydays and tarnished this guy's career and destroyed the best you know trilogy that you can put on, maybe lateral to or equal to a, a Diaz and, and McGregor, whatever? Like... Yeah, I just, I just think, like, I don't know how they're missing these things. Some of these things are so thing. obvious, I don't know how right. it's being missed. And again, and it's I, just so I always fucking try to, blatant. Despite what most of my friends, you included, probably think, I do like to try to think of things objectively and think of what the other side might be. Sure. I mean, I usually do that on purpose. I try to think what the other person's counterpoint is going to be to my point. So, so you can I can already slice it in half. Yeah. And <laughs> so I, I don't want to sound naive or idealistic in yeah. that, like, what the? Why are they trying to get an extra four or five? Just do it the way we no, want you I, to do right. it. Well, not even that, but also, why are they trying to get four or five percent extra? Yeah. Of course, it's a business. They're trying to make money. Yeah, I mean, this the is the world you come from. You, yeah. you, you own business. You, you work in a business world, if you will, for lack of the people. No, yeah, if you're that guy, up. you're saying so, I need this note paid off immediately. Right, I get you it. promised us X, and this is what we right. need. So, like, you I said get there'd it. be a belt, and uh, it's a business like, at the end of the day. So they're trying to make money, just like any other sport. Baseball, hockey, football—they're all—they're all trying to make money. That's the end, the end goal. I get you, it. You got to imagine that like, there's guys they, with big brains sitting in a room well, having a fucking on, conversation. Big brain in front of me. That <laughs> God, you're killing me. That, that, but to your point, there has to be economists and this and that that they employ that say, hey, "Listen, this is not a sustainable model." Yeah. That. You I just don't know how, how do you who's doing the projections, who's figuring this shit out, who's looking at the marketing and everything. Right. Who's doing this? I, stuff? I, it, I don't know. Well, I have a theory, but I'm not going to go into it. So it's somewhat a oh. huge brain <laughs> giving them advice on business. Oh, uh, oh yeah, because they're boys. <laughs> well, they are boys. Yeah, the anyway, Do the Donald. Please, let's not. <laughs> let's not. <laughs> 
Christ. I don't want to, I don't want to split our audience in half already. They already know where I lean. Jesus Christ. What uh where we are lean we? towards Jesus. We know that for sure. <laughs> don't we all? Jesus loves knockouts. <laughs> yeah, so we should good. you know what I'm gonna post uh, for the for the twenty one people that follow us. Uh, by the way, well whatever I'm getting there. So uh, we we breached twenty? Well, yes, but Temporarily. Yes and no. Temporarily? No, it's whatever. <laughs> so the, the the people that do follow us on Twitter and listen, that, God bless you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to post that that, that clip of, of uh, Jesus Loves Knockouts because it's fucking hilarious. We, I, I will say that we, we are we're tracking it. Uh, wow. We're tracking the loyal listenership mm. because we coined that, that term recently. And it, it, is, it is steadily increasing. We actually have a base... That is slowly but surely expanding. Yes, we um, say the exact numbers. I yeah, swear I we'll won't. keep the digits on the down low. But <laughs> there we, are double we digits. Did, we did breach uh, recently. Did breach at this point. We're probably in the thirteen or fourteen hundreds. But we did breach the thousand mark on overall listening. That is true. Which was a big milestone. Cheers, cheers hey, to that. that. And I think we there only contributed nine hundred of those, which ain't bad. No, but it is. It is. Uh, I will take a minute randomly out of nowhere because the beers just started hitting me to say that uh, you guys mean everything to me, and I, and I just <laughs> I am, I'm really I'm really uh, well, I'm really happy I'm really happy that we got a few of you out there, and now you're, um, now you're you know soon enough we won't be able to say a few. It's it's moving, you know. You know what I, I was I was gonna say I wanted to kind of save this for a future episode. An episode, even. Epi- yeah, there's yeah, like a kicking in that we would uh, <laughs> that we could. Talk about it a little bit more or whatever, yeah, but yeah. our next episode is going to be previewing the MSG card. Yes, we're going to go to it. Yep. And the next shout out to that, Colin too, yeah. Colin and our, my dude our, coming uh, our way. I was going to say our boy. Yeah, You're well, I was going to say I said my dude as in you wouldn't say our dude, you'd say yeah, but my dude. But it is our. He's been to it is our dude with us before. He watches with us. I'll edit that to be like, damn, am I boy? No, That um. That I, I so the, the recap episode that we do right after is going to obviously be full of amazing fights, but also sure to be ridiculousness that happens at uh, the yeah. lanes and the fights There's that we the go things to. that go on. Yeah, and then you know. who knows with the Toronto card and this and that. So I, I didn't want this to get lost in the ether. But why don't you tell the folks uh, what I put together for you, but also for the oh uh, my god, hey hi Darren Mackenzie yeah. Darren, where you at, dog? Um, so. When we were just getting ready to record uh, Onse, very hungover, tough go. Yeah, it was a rough night. And I and I and I look up and Dan goes, I, you know, he's been teasing this for for multiple episodes. Yes. He's got something. He's got something. He wanted it for DAs. It didn't come in. Blah, blah blah. We cited the apparel, which is really apropos. Actually, you're wearing the the silver yeah, bees, yeah, exactly. which I had get. That was one of my guesses. Yeah, That's what I thought you had. It's actually strange that you have that too. It's crazy. Is that brand new, by the way? No. Right. Remember, so you I said had I, it. I thought this was the first. Remember, I said I thought this was the first thing I bought. It was the Forrest Griffin shirts. Oh yes. I thought so, it was okay. When I re-listened, I thought that I said something crazy where I was like, "Oh, you had that? No, you didn't have you, it." You, All right, so you actually did yeah, have it. Yeah. That's great. So it's cute. <laughs> wow. I mean, that was. Anyway, so episode. I dose. look up and I see this giant. Matte framed, it's in glass the whole bit. No joke. Real pro looking thing. I look down What'd and I see? see I see the, the BJ Penn fight shorts oh. with the with the and by the way, you know, just to again be topical, last episode was very uncomfortable for me and I, I didn't come across the best on the mic. I was very hungover, but most importantly, I was missing the no stripe white. Oh. 
Okay, right? maybe that's what's. I did not have the unstriped white on, so I'm double knotted again, and Can I got I got quick, the white uh, belt on. For, for those loyal listeners, yeah. Hit us on the Twitter or the Gmail uh, if there was any problems with the last audio from episode 11. Uh, we, right. we, I got some feedback. We got some feedback. You let me know that there was some people that said that there was the quality or something was off. Or it we wasn't a quality thing so much as just the – Yeah, we were just – All right. So I, I just wanted to – We just weren't at our best. If other people experienced that as well, please yeah. let us know. We'll yeah, we weren't, to, we weren't at our best. That. And that's, that's, part of, that's part of you know being opened up to, to the – you know the feedback and being up opened up to the listeners of communication is yeah, getting but back to my awesome gift. So so anyway, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know why you give me another reason to go on a tangent. Like that's the fucking last thing you need to do. I got a piece um, so bad too. So uh, as I double not me, double myself again here, myself. I look up and I'm like, holy shit! There's there's the BJ Penn authentic mm-hmm. black belt fight shorts in in a in a. Beautifully framed, case, yeah, like I'm encased glad you glass, the it was very gorgeous, <laughs> gorgeous thing. And then I look up and I see fucking all sorts of mem- memories and moments from this pod. And Overstimulation. What, ha- what, what, did you do? what was your reaction? I went straight down to the ground. As you, well, how? Turtled up on the knees, obviously yeah, straight to the knees first. I was facing. I was facing uh, me. Yeah. And the I was presenting. And the gift, basically. but you were, yeah. The, the real gift was Dan's dick, but it was. <laughs> it wasn't no. the same area. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's fair enough. It was in the pelvic region, but no, I looked up and I was like, "Holy fuck!" Uh, number one, you know, any of you who know, you know at home who who know Dan well enough would know. Sorry. For him to pay attention to something for more than thirty seconds is is incredible. So <laughs> the fact that he put any you know uh, attention into this is the first thing, and the other thing would be. Maybe falling through on things and effort is another area Dan lacks in. Fair. The fact that he put all that together, I mean, he had to like glue this whole collage in laminated and fucking it. got it laminated and then got it, you know, pressed into this this beautiful frame and got the the shorts because they were meaningful from the conversation we had. We both thought they were dope. Please, and, please, and, you know, if, something if you else. haven't, go back to episode two, because one, it's hilarious, but episode that's where we talked about yeah. the BJ, BJ Penn shorts and this and that, and that's where this, this idea originated for me, and then I was like, you know what, I had been taking, d- d- our different episodes, I usually take a picture of just the surroundings, or this or that, and we, uh, at Lombardo MMA's dog has been involved, so that was that. Uh, they, uh, for those the night people, out when I punched the beer bottle the and then Bud Light I, I was giving you the blowjob or you were giving me the blowjob. Yeah, blow something job was going on there. There was, there was a picture from that night. There was a fake beach uh, pick going the, on. For the, for the loyal listeners, the LLs out there that know about the time that uh, in the, the legit studios, Alan Barrow MMA here got a nice little splinter in his butt oh, cheek. Yes. That, so that, that was one of the things that, that made me completely a, lose yes. it. There's a pic bare in the collage. Just... Like, so the, the centerpiece of this, well, the bottom is the BJ Penn shorts, and the top is the middle of it is the, uh, for those of you, A, who follow us on Twitter or get the icon, logo, avatar, whatever it's called yeah. on, on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to our podcast. Thank you again. Um, it's a picture that I took from um, when we went to the Barclays event. Yeah. And it's uh, of the Octagon. So The what? The Octagon, excuse oh, me. Yeah. And it, that was the centerpiece, and then around it, I made all these like small, like thumbnail pictures of all these different things that have to do with the podcast. The stupid punching bag desktop. Thing yeah, 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 yeah. I just randomly, the one time I was in your office, snapped a picture so real good. quick, and so good. There, his butt cheeks on there. Just uh, Murray, your dog, watching us watch the fights, and it's uh, money. Yeah, it's, it's money great. in the bank, man. It's gonna be, it's gonna be the kind of thing that. Uh, 
you know, we're going to pop it up when we have when we have our digs, we have our official digs, which we are inch, we're inching closer to. Um, yeah. I've called the electrician about uh, fifteen times now to, <laughs> to no avail, but at some point, oh, we got incoming again here. I think he's just going to piss. Yep, he's going to pee. Um, we're good. Uh, we just hit the uh, hour and a half mark. So yeah, very sentimental, and I think a milestone in uh, in this podcast's development. We have officially put together the first piece of under the lights mma artwork that will go up in the studios yeah i feel like and I, when i say we it's it was you did all of it and well, it was a very moving thing that you did i'm glad i'm glad that you and you have basically no heart too so it's it's she's yeah, no heart true. didn't have the money to do this no didn't uh have the attention span to do this and never sees anything through and somehow it just culminated into this beautiful yeah. creation That's that, be uh, that will live in my, forever. In my apartment so we get an actual studio. Yeah. That, um, no, I, I, again, maybe I'll take a picture of that too and send that out because I feel like that should be shared. I don't know how well the resolution will come out on that, but it, it, it's, it's just tremendous. And, and I can, I just, I, I thought it was a good, um, to, to harken back to my boy Connor, the, yeah. the, the law of attraction thing, where it was yes. like, you know what, I can see this in the background of our studios when we have a, yes. a video. That'll be that fucking throwback where it's like, have, that's what We'll happens. have the Den Henderson yeah. thing that your boy gave yeah. us, the yep. sign and bobblehead and all that, and all the things that we have. But like that would be the main centerpiece, if you will, in the background. I could just see, I could see it. And Absolutely. I was like, you know what? As, as, as Luke Rockwell said, if you see it, you could achieve it or whatever. If you see it, then uh, Joel Romero can knock your fucking head into the cage Ooh. and then you can just so I was like, you know what? get smooched be... on the lips by him also right after that. <laughs> and that's that's, what, that's the last thing that Luke said that, that meant anything. Um, yeah, so that, that's awesome. And, uh, you know, I, I think if we, if we were going to kind of wrap this thing up with a bow, mm. more belts... More weight classes equal more belts. There's more talent to go around anyway. They have these feeder organizations. They have these little shows that they're doing. Look at at O'Malley. Here's a great example. They just plucked O'Malley from the Contender Series. He was from a a, a regional organization somewhere in the middle of nowhere. They find them. They plug him in. This is a guy that hardcore fans talk about and other people that, that really are, you know, they're acquaintances to MMA. They're, they're, these are not people that are obsessive or anything like this. And they go, I really wanted to see that guy, oh, Malalai, or oh, oh they, you know, they didn't quite get the name right. But I would tell you, I had five people come up to me, even at, you know, at my office, right? I was really? talking about the fights because I put, I put a little cache. I actually right. lost 10 bones. Not only did I lose money in the black market, but I lost some cash in my office as well. One of my guys is from, uh, he's from Kazakhstan. <laughs> I know that I sounds like a joke. Ireland. It sounds like a joke. What's that? I thought they were boys from Ireland. My business partner. Business partner. Excuse me. Go ahead. One of my, one of my, one of my, gu- one of my guys is from Kazakhstan. Of course he is. Which apparently is a real place. <laughs> it's not a real place. I know, but it sounds <laughs> like. Uh, Uzbekistan? No. Uh, well, why? Is that the thing? No, from- it's right above it. Well, okay. What's the guy who did all Borat? the Borat? Yes, Borat. Where right. is he? And where did he say he was from? from Kazakhstan. Yeah, it's okay. There no, you go. So, place. so Borat said he was Jesus from Kazakhstan, Christ. and I, for a while there, I thought Kazakhstan wasn't a thing. Of course. So it was just a funny play on words. <laughs> so it's real. It exists, Turned and I, out. I employ Real-wise. someone from there. So there you go. 
And, um, Unless he's playing the long game with you and he thinks that he's doing like some Borat act with you. <laughs> Could you look it up on a globe? That'd stupid? be fucking great, but no. No, he's got the unibrow to prove it. He's definitely <laughs> from Canada. <laughs> so, right. so actually, uh, I'll tell you another quick story because now I'm just burning fucking time here. Please. But we did our holiday party um, and I usually, we take him out to a nice restaurant or whatever and the guy had only been with us. He actually wasn't even hired yet, right? And so... <laughs> he, he comes in no no he, well he did have to take a couple of weeks off to get his visa squared away also yeah. that's another thing but that we hired him and then he wasn't starting till like Monday but that Friday happened to be our holiday party oh boy. so we all get together we go to this really oh, nice impressive. steakhouse in the city we're going to Bobby Vans okay whatever nothing yeah. nothing too fancy but they make a nice, nice steak you know and we, we we sit down and the guy's like you know he's He's all excited to be there, but he's like very serious guy, and he's like, orders a steak well done. Now look, right. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to judge. I'm not trying to be holier than thou here. But if you're gonna be in a steakhouse like that, the the lowest you can go is medium well, and I'm already judging you there. Yeah, so see, you got to be careful. I'm more on that side of the and scale, that's okay. But I I know I that's okay. Steakhouse, but you can't medium. you can't just have me. I'll just hit throw a black brick on the if you want. Don't get a steak if you want it well. Well, well is too much. So that was like, oh, okay. And everybody's All looking right. around. Okay, well, we can handle this. Just a steak, no big deal. All right, from a fake country. I've All right, give him fucking a couple minutes. I'm sure he'll redeem himself somehow, some way. Not so fast. Oh, boy. Pulls the waiter over a couple minutes no, later no, after no, the steak's no. come out. Excuse me, sir. Send it back. No, it doesn't send it back. I mean, that would have been good. You make this darker? No, he didn't do that. He goes, can you uh, bring over some ketchup? Ooh, slapping ketchup no. on the well-done steak. No, no, no. It's a big problem. So, his nickname for me, he's, he's not still your employee. Yeah, he's still my employee. He's a very bright guy. Well done with ketchup. That's that's how that's what he goes by in my household. Actually, Ange knows him as well done with ketchup. She was there that night when this happened. I'm um, sorry. It was emotional. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sorry that she had to see that. It wasn't pretty. I feel like that's a reflection of your company. Probably is. Then again, you're friends with me. <laughs> <laughs> so, he, uh, so he fleeced me for 10 bucks on that Connor fight because he was obviously all on, on Habib. Uh, Why is that obvious? Because Kazakhstan is, you know, he's is, 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 is Russian. Okay. What do you mean? What's up? What's up? Oh, wait, you, what, you were worried I didn't know what Kazakhstan of, was? Or something? Sex, or? sex of Russians that don't get along with each other, maybe. Yeah, I don't, okay. I don't know. Well, that's, see, now you're, you're proving that I, I know even less than you I thought. You know nothing about geopolitics. Well, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, well that's definitely true, for sure. <laughs> and Russia's so fucking big. It's I mean, a big place. You know, I, Kazakhstan's in Russia. I mean, <laughs> if I looked at Borat and he was pretending he's from Kazakhstan, I would have assumed it was like a Middle East thing or something. Well, it's pretty close. It's basically. Close, but, you know. Hey, I don't know. I say I don't. But I mean, all right. I mean, you know, Af did you know Afghanistan before everyone knew what Afghanistan was? You I mean, I think big, I think I did. Global history guy in high school is what you're saying. I wasn't a global history guy at all. It's unfortunate. At U.S. All. history, you like though? Not at all. Oh God, hundred. I hated history. I was all math and science. Well, you're doomed to repeat it then. Excuse me. Doomed to repeat. Thank you. No, I'm 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 all as you know. I'm an I, yes. I'm all math and science. science. I was still in all the advanced, you know, sure. history and, and English and shit. But that was like a cram, get it done, get the grade, get out kind of a thing. Hmm. Now, as I'm getting older, culture is extremely interesting to me. History extremely interesting to me. If I watch anything on TV, I generally try to seek out 
documentaries. I want to look at old civilizations. I want to know all that stuff. I really regret not being more interested in that. Politics, another story. Like I always tell you, I try to keep myself on the on the periphery. Um, whether that changes one day, I don't. I can't say. But I'm sure people care about this because it's yeah. so it's, a, it's an hour and thirty eight. Now go, we're talking uh, about how uh, I don't care about politics. The next week, or, well, this one will be up in the next few days. Hopefully, there's not should be too much editing. We don't have um, the mailbag thing really. That's it. We don't have uh, any 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 betting going on in this one. We didn't pick any fights. No bets. I mean, no out. No regional today for this. You know what, Al? Just just bring us in. Don't tap out. Your bank account. That's more because we missed you. Yeah. <laughs> and you just booked a fucking huge fight, which we watched and never talked about. It's all right. That's well, okay, though. That fight didn't happen. The, 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 it's a rematch with Kevin Sorry. Lee. You know what I meant. We watched it recently. Okay. I, I could took a couple sentences so, out of there, but you know what I meant. So we got – this will be published in the next few days. Then in the next week or so, we'll figure out our schedules. We'll do the preview of the, of the MSG card, which we're going to. Excuse me. Obviously, we'll go from there. I'm a guarantee there'll be something ridiculous that happens. Hopefully, we all survive, and uh, we'll do the wrap-up episode after that. And then the end of the year, there's some bang fights come up, which we don't really need to even mention right now. But there's really a lot of stuff on the horizon. They always end the year with, with bangers, or at least they try to book some, you know, some banging cards. Uh, say banging some more. Uh, there was. Hold on. Can I can I interject one more time? Of course, you can. There was something else I had to say. I'm going to circle all the way back to the main topic. Here we go. I, I, I don't know why I'm so compelled to do this, but I think this is important also. Uh, actually, you already talked about this, didn't you? I'm going to pee my pants, so you need your And I'm also I'm getting drunk because I, I think you already did this. Go, well, go ahead. This is going to be great. Um, you talked about how there will the way. <laughs> <laughs> Your face you starts to realize <laughs> that you're like, oh man, you're gonna hammer me. God damn it! Why do I do that? Cock, balls, ass. No, you. Um, Trying to make a point. I'm you did. You did. Well, you didn't quite get this far into detail, so maybe I can do this while you pay. But you talked about how weight cutting would be somewhat solved, or at least it, it would improve. But you glazed it over it quickly. It. So, yeah, so, so what I did want to say about this is is another thing is you're talking about capturing as much capital as you possibly can on any given fight card and all this kind of stuff. And one of the biggest issues they've had has been not just the drug testing stuff. I think moreover, if we looked at the, the statistics, which we clearly don't have in front of us, never do, never even try to, is how many co-mains and mains and fights that have had momentum have been lost based on weight cutting issues last possible second yeah we will eliminate a a tremendous percentage of those an overwhelming amount of those i'm confident if we get into this you know 10 pounds per weight class up until you hit the 205 pound division and then the 225 and and so forth you don't have weight cutting issues at 205 220 certainly not 225 that doesn't exist you won't have it there and you've never had it at heavyweight so the weight cutting issues exist Mostly from 185. People down. are always going to try to get advantage and cut as much as always, they can. Always, but so if it's a 10 pound window, there's nothing to talk somebody. about. And it's like, look, it's going to happen. There's no question it's going to happen. But if I add three weight classes to the most common, you know, percentage of uh, yes. of average adult males, we're gonna right. we're gonna really improve this thing, and we're gonna make sure that if we book a fight, unless there's an injury in that camp, 
there should we as we get closer and closer these we'll guys are going to get up on the scales yeah. they're going to fucking make weight we're going to have less cancellations on top of that is either weight or you know complications to cutting weight to or, cutting weight or and the thing is, how many years yeah. that take off the career and how much fucking head trauma yeah. based on dehydration all these things are all part of this i didn't want to i didn't want to forget to go back into that and and on top of that something that just popped into my head is this another thing that's taken away from a bit of the 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 hype of these fights Last second, maybe it doesn't translate to the buys as much, but to the integrity of the fights mm-hmm. is when you need to make championship weight. Right. And we've had guys like Yoel miss by point two and all this fucking shit. Guys missing by a pound or whatever. Look, we we can do a lot better than this. I'm not saying it's perfect, but this is a that's a big part of this conversation too. If that solves and checks all those boxes off, I don't want to hear from these guys that that the 165 is not the answer and just brush that off. It's not about the 165 as a number. It's about this concept. It's about three more belts, you know, across the across the board. It's about every one of these things. But I, I just wanted to circle back to that and put no, a little we, bit more emphasis on it. We really need to wrap up one because difference. of time and two because I'm literally going to pee my pants. Yeah, and don't I don't want that, that to happen. I hate, but I, hate, I had to get that in I because that I thought that this, was... But was, I always thought about this. Is it... I find it weird that some commissions, I guess it depends on the state, obviously, do the digital scale and some do yeah. the triple beam or double beam, whatever the fuck yeah. it is, the, the, the balance beam uh, yeah, triple thing, beam. where it's like, well, hold on. There's no way that you're getting that down to the 10th. Fuck out of here yeah. with that shit. Yeah. Or at least as accurate as a digital scale. Yeah. So you can kind of get – like, because you never hear when they do the digital – when they do the non-digital scale, the analog, yeah. whatever you want to call it, scales, you never hear – 170.3. No, yeah. it's always 170, no, it's just a 170.5, 171.0. No one's zooming in on the fucking thing with the camera, you know, always, I've always thought, and it's just, I'm yeah. sorry, it's a weird thing. I didn't yeah. want to start another tangent. No, not at all. But the point, the point is, it's like, there's float, and then we're all going to fucking blow a fight over a different commission with 0.2 pounds. Right. And apparently, I heard this recently, that they, that, again, fucking shocker, New York State Athletic Commission, I think, fucked this oh, up. Oh, their ultimate wisdom. Go ahead. What do they do? Actually, it wasn't. I don't even think it was New York City. No, let's just fucking. Let's pretend it was because they're scumbags. Yeah, fuck them. No, I think Yoel got fucked on that that card because apparently he got dragged down there like 45 minutes before he had to and he only had points. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, I forget. That might have been Cali or some other weird state that they were in. It wasn't New York, but it was the commission's fault. Yeah. At least it seems. And it was like, oh, you couldn't, you can't weigh in. In this state, you can't weigh back. It was like, what are you doing? Where are you? And he's like, I have an hour to cut it. And they're like, no, No. absolutely not. They're fucking dragging him out. And then he goes down there. And he was, they were saying he was still sweating on the scale and didn't lose the extra point two. So, look, to recap, this episode predominantly, you know, was, was, uh, was centric to a mailbag question. We had this thought in mind, but guys, please. Yeah, please. Whether you, whether Whatever you, it is. Please, Lord, if there is a Lord out there, the MMA gods bring us yeah, yeah. a little bit more emptying of the mailbag. Everybody wants to empty those bags more often. I need to empty my bladder I want bag. to empty. Yeah, there it is. There you go. He needs to empty his bag as we speak. Yeah, my, my so, bladder needs to go out of jokes. Please, M-A-L-E bag in the subject, under the lights, MMA. Under the lights. Under the lights, MMA at gmail.com. Hit us up on motherfucking Twitter as at well. At under lights, MMA on Twitter. At under lights, MMA on Twitter. Without the oh, button. that's such a good, that's, uh, the gaps are perfect. I know that. And what do we say when we got to piss badly? Adios. Adios.
from me, my mama, my papa, my brothers, my ladies, we say thank you. We hope you like Kazakhstan. You come visit us. You stay at home. Thank you. We like you. I like sex. Bye. <laughs>